Monster High has a bunch of stupid puns, like uh, New York is called Boo York, you know? Amazing. I want one of the Monster High girls just to say, stick it in my boo-gina. That's... You're going to say boo-tea, but that... Uh, it's, yeah, that come on. Damn, that's, <laughs> that works better. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> ghoul, but yeah, you guys want to record? Uh, do we have to? <laughs> like, I oh. thought we would do... I thought we could do something a little different today. Like, hmm. like maybe we could play a game of Yu-Gi-Oh or something. Whoa. We could play Tetris. Yeah. <laughs> I had this fucked up idea for a Tetris, like a, a grimdark Tetris, essentially. Like the, all the blocks are replaced with humans who've each died. And like every time you uh, d- d- get rid of a block of humans, uh, it tells you who these people are, what they died from and stuff. Wouldn't it the scarier thing be like they're real life people and then they get yeah. like completely. No, this, this is the afterlife and they're just vaporized. Oh, dude, dude. It's like the Candy Crush uh, bit from a. Uh... Emoji movie. From an emoji movie? I mean, emoji movie, yeah. Well, inside out the emoji movie, they're both just these equal hack chicanery, so. Yeah, we're all fucking hacks down here. But yeah, you guys ready to start the podcast? Let's do this. All right. I'd like, I'd like to think James has a bit more integrity than us, but, you know. Yeah. He's got a million <laughs> I mean, subscribers. Yeah, um, James, you are on here, so, you know, like, I'll leave that to your own. That's true. I was going to yeah. say, you're giving me too much credit. We're always in our clubhouse getting It's the Rebel Taxi Pizza Party podcast on www.youtube.com forward slash pan pizza rebel taxi slash a f z document six b eight. Who are you people? Oh man, that's so that's so like rememberable. Like I'm, I'm glad <laughs> yeah. they, they made those really catchy. I'm I'm, a, I'm on a file on the dark web. Oh shit! If you if you download me, you can. Uh, Get an app that allows you to download weed on your phone. Oh, uh, yeah. Whoa. Over also, the phone. 12 viruses. 12 whole viruses in a row? Yeah. I, re- I remember. Random one. Never the same one when you re-download it. Well, one thing that always stuck with me is in the show Arthur, like they were watching some sort of James Bond ripoff movie, and they were saying, remember the movie where that James Bond guy uh, emailed himself to the villain's lair? That was crazy. And that always just stuck with me. Like, how how did he email himself? That's <laughs> say the Willy Wonka technology from but, the. Oh, possibly. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's almost it, pan pan. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it almost sounds like that's the joke. Shut up, Nolan. It's just like that's just. <laughs> it made me think a lot. Just like he emailed himself to the <laughs> president. If actually. I mean, uh, would you have the technology to like get your brain into a bunch of ones and zeros, email your the the code of the ones and zeros, and then re-download it into someone else's brain? I mean, that's Johnny Mnemonic, you know, if anyone remembers that movie oh. with Keanu Reeves. I think. It, it, Whoa. it reminds me of like uh, when uh, Eric Andre like says, "I don't need to go up to the microphone. I have a Star Trek transporter." Uh-huh. And as he's being transported, he wipes his face and it gets fused to his like with his hand and it gets fused to his face. And then they can't go screaming, beam him back, beam him back. And they beam him back. And he's just like a pile of mush going, so how'd I do? It's like a mouth with an eye and it looks horrific and it's hilarious. Oh, no. But we have a guest. Who are you, person? Oh, who, me? Yes, you in the in the back. Hello. Could it be? Hello. 
I'm I'm James from <gasps> The Odd Ones Out. Oh, James <gasps> from Oh my God, James <laughs> Rolf, the angry video game nerd. Holy crap! No, I'm I'm the it's not that one, oh. not the cool James, oh. the less cool James. Oh. James from Are Pokemon. You the bored James. No, just not not even James Bond because just just Damn. like the the fifth the fifth most cool James. The so, name. <laughs> there's a ranking. Like, like, like there's a leaderboard. So, mm-hmm. so we got the third most cool James. Fifth. God, this podcast fifth. really does fucking suck. Oh, <laughs> we tried, but he has a million subscribers. So I think this is technically the most famous guest we've had on. Actually, uh, I was just checking today. Uh, I have more subscribers than Leafy. So yeah. <laughs> oh, but... <laughs> Fuck you, Leafy. I don't know Should who I? that is. I'm old. <laughs> right. Me either. Hey Keemstar, what's up? <laughs> but I'm so out of touch. You guys wanted to talk about some YouTube drama, and I was just like, "Who are these people? I don't know these people." <laughs> I'm surprised you can be on YouTube without hearing the drama. Like, what do you even watch all day? Um, game videos, cartoon Car- videos, uh, cartoons, because, cartoons because he has like a jo- he has a job reviewing cartoons for little I mean, babies. Yeah, I don't like to uh, <laughs> follow anyone that has more subscribers to me because I, I feel inferior to them. You know. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. so pathetic <laughs> am i joking or am i serious okay but pan to be to be like perfectly honest you're inferior to pretty much a ton of people Aww. regardless of subscriber count so i don't think you really need to worry oh man not again yeah you're not allowed to talk in stephanie's voice when you're playing yourself Shh, look that makes no sense this is my kink just let me have this okay Stop you! Go stop oh, it! Oh, oh. I'm still 100 sure that like you made a Let's Play channel exclusively just so you can expose your kinks to like little kids, <laughs> which is just, just to publicly embarrass yourself. In front of, okay, just for the record, just so everybody here knows, in case they're like odd ones out fans who don't know. Fans, <laughs> that's true. That's I'm sorry. True. <laughs> yeah, should we? Yeah, we're sorry for that. Number one, but number two, Pan literally made a let's play where he just starts crying. <laughs> that was a Toy Story one. That was a classic. <laughs> was it because of the game? Was the game oh, that good? I talked about this one girl who at a college. I saw a girl with a Ruby Gloom T-shirt, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this girl has like obscure cartoon tastes. She knows Ruby Gloom because that show never aired in America, only in Canada." And I was like, "Hey, girl," and we we got along, and then I asked her out, and she 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 laughed at me saying, "Ha, huh, really, Pan? You need to date a nice girl." And then yeah. Okay, so yeah, understandable why you would cry about that. <laughs> and then, I, and then on the podcast, I was talking. I mean, on the let's play, I was saying like, yeah. So I started crying while masturbating, like typical every night. You know, shouting her name, uh, Cindy. I know. I know. Odd ones, I know. Odd ones out is a uh, mostly family friendly channel, but oh, if you are whoops. an odd ones out fan. Click off now. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- that's no. My fans are cool, there's, right, guys? And then yeah, <laughs> there's no escape. There really is no escape when you're friends with a uh, pan. It's he's just like a black hole. Yeah, I mean, there's people who who said like, "Oh my gosh, you're the exact same person online as you are in person." What the fuck? Wasn't that your girlfriend? Shh. Anyway, next Didn't question. <laughs> it, was, it was also like uh, he he's a black hole with blackheads. Oh, Ooh, gross. Rude. I know. That's anyway, not nice, Noel. So, uh, so how does how does this work, Pan? Like, how Ooh, does this podcast hey, work? Hey, that's true. Odds one's Walk out. Walk my hand through it. 
Well, who Hello. are you? What do you do on YouTube? I'm glad you asked. I uh, I make animations on YouTube. I, I call them animations, but they're more like animatic slideshow type things. I yeah. don't really lip sync. Uh, but yeah, people honestly, like my cartoons. I honestly don't blame you for lip syncing because it's the worst part of any Oh, yeah. I, no, no. I like lip syncing. Have you ever well, thought of just like, you know, like covering the character's face? Because I thought about doing that. Just the, <laughs> ma- well, the mouth area, at least. That's what I thought about doing. Just making a man. Like I'd have to, have to be very creative to like go through a whole video with like their mouths covered. Like you know how in cartoons when they're trying to censor out like someone's someone's private parts, they like put a flower or a cloud yeah. in front of them. Like I just do that for my mouths, but I'd have to be like very creative about it. You could. Oh god, that's. that's don't take this the wrong way. It's completely a joke. But you could put a dick in your mouth, and then it's censored <laughs> the entire time. Oh, you're right. Ooh. Okay, I was gonna. I, I follow what you're saying. Yeah, I was just I was just taking the two things together that you brought up, the two examples, put them together, boom, got it. I you mean, uh, okay, for someone who has not seen your videos, odds ones outs, uh, wh- which video would you recommend them watching? My, a lot of people associate uh, my Suabway videos Suabway. Like, with me. So I, yeah. I made a video about my first job working at Suabway, and I call it Suabway just as a joke. And uh, people still send me pictures of them at Suabway, <laughs> like, look where I am. Yeah. And I'm always like under those i'm just like okay and uh yeah um but I, I would say like usually my my most recent video are the ones that i would recommend is because usually the most recent ones are the ones that i like the most yeah because i you know mm-hmm. i don't know if you can relate oh yeah well it's just like oh that's old that's not me anymore don't look at this that video up to date stuff yeah that was I just have- a phase if I actually one of my first videos I saw of yours was the Dark Crystal uh, childhood trauma one, which was I really yeah. liked. Th- that video, I found I, that I like video. That too. I found that video personally insulting because you say um, you were editing a twenty-three minute video review, which is typically how my video reviews go, and you say twenty-three minutes. How can you not hate yourself after editing all this? And it's like <laughs> I do that every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> personally attacking people. Good. Like, whoa. I like this. Out. But yeah, editing, think, editing is a lonely job where it's just like, how do people live yeah. like this? What the hell? Because I always wonder, like, what it'd be like to edit like a real full-on movie. I, wonder, I was always curious how to, how that would feel like. Well, like, I, I feel like editing out of like all the things as far as like making videos for, it's like, it's not so much hard. There's definitely like a personal style you have to get down and timing is very like, you know crucial but that's not really a skill set i think it's like one of those like design elements that you just kind of figure out as you go mm-hmm. i just feel like editing is more time consuming yeah it's not hard work. it's time consuming yeah <laughs> that's true <laughs> i get excited for editing i don't okay. I, I don't when the entire spectrum of stuff that i end up doing editing's like cool i can knock this out this is gonna be great I, although whenever i do whenever oh. i do a live action video i always uh really I enjoy editing those more because the footage is already all there. I just have to cut it down yeah. instead of like starting from scratch and making the, the video. Up. Oh, yeah. I mean, the worst part about editing is like, oh, crap, I need footage of this thing. Uh, how do I get HD footage of this thing uh, to the Pirate Bay, I guess? Sure. Don't say that! The, <laughs> the Blu-ray Bay, because that's where they sell Blu-rays that I'm going to rip. You mean, you mean you purchase the movies and buy them, yeah. right? That's what you Pirate Bay is just and, a place. And then illegally download them. After the <laughs> yeah, like if you own the Blu-ray. Yeah, if you own the Blu-ray, you should be entitled to a free download off the Pirate Bay since you own <laughs> Actually, it. Actually, so. you do. I do? Um, 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure that like uh, owning a DVD, you don't own the movie. You own the license to use to, to view the movie. Hmm. Um, so that's why emulate. I, I might be completely wrong, but I've been told in the past <laughs> that like emulation, like video games. Yeah. If you own the original cartridge, it is not illegal for you to download a or, or use a ROM because you already own the license to play the game. Hmm. Yeah, um, that's true. So it might be the same way as far as movies go. If yeah. you already own it, you've already contributed. You know, yeah. you already did your thing. So yeah, I I, I I paid money for my used copy of uh, Kangaroo <laughs> Jack from from a uh, half price books. I don't have to pay anyone anything anymore. <laughs> yeah, I could have had the chance to get the One Piece uh, for kids dub, and I didn't have the Damn. the time. So now I have to illegally download that, and I'm worried four kids is gonna sue me. <sighs> they're dead. Well, they're not dead. They're still around, but they're on life support. Basically, they they rebranded themselves to 4K Entertainment. James, have you seen uh, uh, the, any four kids dubs? Or... You mean like the Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh stuff back in the yeah. day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've, I've like grew up on that. Yeah, I remember uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh GX was like a, a big, a big meme show where they just didn't care and they were like, you know what, Yu-Gi-Oh the Abridged series is popular. Let's just rip off that. Yeah. Really? I don't know. They, I actually that wasn't out at the time. No, it was. Wait. Well, okay. What? No, Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge came out way after. Like, I remember I was way after my Yu-Gi-Oh! phase that I watched that. Just watched it later. No, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! The Bridge series came out in, like, 2005 or six, and then uh, GX came out around the same time. Oh, okay. G- so GX was trying to do, like, the dub thing? The fan dub thing? The go- like, the Ghost Stories dub, yeah, type what? deal. Okay, so, like, I see a lot of people in the comments section, like, we don't talk about the four kids One Piece. And I'm like, okay... The Four Kids One Piece is awful in the sense of it shouldn't have been made. But once you have that, once that's been delivered, it's really hard to go back. Yeah, like I, I, it's it's a magical thing. I love it. The the, the rap, you know, yeah, 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 it's amazing. <sighs> I mean, not only that, not only that, but Funimation fixed everything in the saga. So who cares at this point? Yeah. Let's enjoy the the terrible one, Four Kids One Piece for well, what it is. One plus, I could do a really good Sanji. One change I feel justified is, like, they turned, like, this gun that they were ho- – in the first episode, they had this gun held up to this pink-haired kid's head, and they turned into, like, this, like, spring-loaded hammer. They, they turned a gun into a spring-loaded hammer, and I feel like – I guess that makes sense in the One Piece universe. I guess that works for this that edit. That would have been fine, except the – it was a very obvious, terrible edit. Like, the drawing was awful. Yeah. Okay. First of all, that was in, like, the second or third episode. That, that was not in the first. Yeah. And even then, they they still had real guns later. Because I'm pretty sure they had the real gun in the flashback with Shanks. Mm-hmm. Shit. <laughs> I guess and, they didn't want to edit that too. Well, even later in the Chopper arc in Alabasta, they said screw it and all they just recolored every gun green. Shh. Didn't they like well, cut no, out they, like a they, ma- was, they were supposed to be like super soaker? That was the idea. Yeah. Well, no, because because they, they did edit a lot of the guns into water guns, but then randomly they just gave up on adding the top little water part, and then they just made it like this like translucent green color, <laughs> like it, no design change, just recolored it. In this James, fantasy world, I guess that makes sense, like a water gun, I guess. James, um, do, you, do you remember all the stuff they would do, like um, in Yu-Gi-Oh? When they had guns, they would just have uh, them pointing at Kaiba. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I don't remember what much about Yu-Gi-Oh, but I remember in Pokemon, just the, the jelly donut thing. I know that's infamous, but the, the jelly donut rice ball. Oh, Brock yeah. <laughs> Did they uh, this... sell jelly donuts in uh, Subway? I mean, they... just cookies. Oh, man. 
Well, they, they're technically, well, to some people, jelly donuts would be cookies, depending on what dub you watch, or they just turn into sandwiches oh. like Subway. No, but that, <laughs> that was the weird thing. In the in the One Piece dub, they actually reference rice balls, and I'm like, what? 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 Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so I'm a huge One Piece One Piece fan. So, I, so I apologize if I like jump in here and try to correct things. So, yeah, they removed rice balls completely in the show, except for once because they wanted to make a, a vanilla rice joke. What? Yeah, they call me Mr. Rice. Right? No, no, they, no, they're like, uh, look at me. They call me Vanilla Rice, and that's it. That's the only reason why rice balls are still in the show. Oh my god! I don't get yeah. it. It's vanilla ice, silly. Oh. Vanilla, yeah, vanilla ice, like go ninja, go ninja. <laughs> like kids are gonna go fucking ninja, get what the fuck vanilla ice is in two thousand three. <laughs> I was about to say that, like taking out the yeah. rice balls. That's like such an American thing to do. But leaving in one rice ball to make a vanilla ice joke—that's like the most American thing you can do. What the like fuck? If, you know those Tumblr memes where they have like the like, um, uh, it's like. Uh, God, I don't know. What, what do you describe them? The meditation pose things? The the chi? Yeah, the yeah. Oh, yeah. The expand, expanding yeah. brain? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like uh, changing um, rice balls into donut cookies is the first one. The second <laughs> one is that. And then the, the mind exploding with enlightenment is <laughs> leaving them <laughs> just to make a vanilla rice joke. Somebody make that. I, I, I can't find a blank template for that meme, so somebody make that. <laughs> except, you know, except the very first one is... I'm leaving rice balls intact because it's not that difficult to comprehend. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, go go ahead. ahead. No, you. Oh, I just want to do my Sanji impression from the show. Please do. Go. So um, I I realized I could do it pretty well, but it's like, Rupros Wrecker, Tenderloin, Slash. Hey, (laughs) Chopper. These donuts are great. Jelly-filled are my favorite. Nothing beats a jelly-filled donut. Oh, you also said like Dino Mutt. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like so close to being like just a uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bullwinkle. Oh yeah, that's that's who. Yeah, I didn't say I could drive him well. <laughs> yeah, Rocky Bullwinkle. That I feel bad for poor kid Sanji because even though he didn't do a good job, like he straight up had to quit voice acting because Aww. he got so much backlash. Aww. Well, his name's David Moo. His name was David Moo. His name was David Moo. His name yeah, was David name? Moo. It's such a beautiful name. His name is mm-hmm. David Moo. That sounds like that sounds like a character you would come up with, James. Like, I met this guy named David Moo. And then yeah, would, he, he would be a cow. Would, yeah, and then you would and yeah, and he would draw him as a cow, like a guy with a cow head. Tell us your wacky cow stories, odd ones out. Um, I made this comic a long time ago. This is this isn't a true story because it happened in heaven. It was a comic what? of some uh, an angel. This is like I'm just trying. You said a cow story, and this is the first thing I thought of. Uh, there's this angel in heaven, and then a cow comes up to him. He's like, "Hey, do you remember me?" And the angel's like, "Uh, no." And the cow says, "June 23rd, 2011. Do you remember that hamburger you ate?" And the angel's like, "What?" And then the cow's like, "That was me." And then the angels are like, oh, I'm sorry, man. And then the cow's like, no, now you're going to know what it feels like to be eaten. And then Whoa. the cow just like starts sucking on his head. And it was, that was it. Whoa, just messed up. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know James was into bull. That afterlife story is more <laughs> messed up than my uh, Tetris afterlife story. Oh, no. Please don't. <laughs> well, I already talked about I, – I, I was recording that part so I can add that in. Can yeah. Well, that. Do you do – you, okay, let's, let's talk about the logistics of uh, hamburgers. Is it super insulting to put cheese on a hamburger? No. Since when? 
I mean, like, in, 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 like, the sense of, like, you just, you, the dead body and then the stuff that they create, like, it's like a double death sandwich. Um, no, no, you don't kill cows to make milk. You don't kill, no, no, oh, you're correct, yeah. but it's like, but you, you, but you took something that they make and put it on top of them after they it, died. Well, I think it might okay, be more okay. insulting Look, it's like, eggs it's like chicken. the Native Americans, you got to use every part of the buffalo. That's, that's how Pixar does it. Okay. Okay. It's like, okay, let's, let me put it to you this way. If a cannibal like took like somebody's seed and like spread it on a human burger, like would that be wrong? I, I, any, any cannibal is probably wrong. The cow's dead. Was, whatever, you know. <laughs> well, I, I, love, I love, I loved how silent it was. Everybody, I, it, it wasn't like an uncomfortable silence either. It was like a hmm. It was like a legitimate moment of thinking. Like, is that wrong? I think, I think it would be wrong if you dipped the hamburger in milk. That would be wrong. I mean, I'm gonna do that now, oh, just, to, just, just to spite mi- the cow. Damn. Wait, wait, but why, why dipping in milk? Bad. But the, the product from milk placed on top of it's not. Milk is just couches. Yeah. <laughs> you're all, you're all drinking cow semen. Just yeah, like, oh. that's true. I want also, let's note that the very first joke in the Power Rangers live action movie was a a guy jerked off a cow. That was the very first joke oh, in that yeah. movie. Oh, the, yeah. The, well, technically every Power Rangers thing is live action, so, you know. Oh, the, sorry. <laughs> I'm so used to saying that on this on this show. <laughs> <laughs> the, the 2017 Power Rangers movie, the first joke was, hey, you suck that cow's dick or something. It's like, no, it's a bull. No, it's a cow. Or I don't. I don't well, no, the, the joke is, oh man, she's really aggressive, or he's really, or, yeah, no, she's really aggressive. Uh, that's weird. I just milked her. That's a, it's a, it's a boy. It's a, it's a bull. It's not a cow. And then like, they, they, like they have like this awkward look. They don't actually like address that he just, you know, touched a, a cow's penis. It's mm-hmm. just like, or a, a how do you, bull's penis. How do you, how do you mistake an udder for a bull's penis? That's like something <laughs> you have to go out of your way to, I, to mistake. I don't know, but like, like even the camera in this. PG movie, PG thirteen movie, pans down and you see the bull's penis on the camera on the screen. Uh, on Power Rangers? <laughs> yes, I re- I recall you saw a bull's penis I, on screen. I'm one hundred percent sure that you just dreamt that, and that you was had some issue. Could be a Mandela effect. Okay, people, if anyone saw the Power Rangers movie, did they show the 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 dick of the bull on screen? That reminds um, I mean, me of Freddy got fingered when he's jacking off the horse going, look at me, daddy, I'm a farmer. <laughs> yeah, that's classic. I remember when I did that. Yeah, that movie, that movie is honestly something else. Yeah, what a great is, film. Is it still relevant to talk about Cool Cat? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Everybody loves he's- Cool Cat. Yeah, we had Adam on from YMS and he, yeah. he talked about how they're they they're kickstarting a new cool cat thing, but it's yeah. literally the same footage over and it's just minor edits and that's it. Eight weeks yeah. ago, I I really wanted to see the cool cat saves the kid movie. I've, I've seen people review it, but I just wanted to see the actual like source material. And I like was not able to find it anywhere. And now I, I really want to just see the movie. You got to buy the DVD. I know. Except Daddy Derek still owes me $10. Oh, oh you told me about this. What yeah. do, you want, do, you want, um, do you want to share that on the podcast or not? Nah? Can. I've had I've had my run-in with Daddy Derek before. Whoa. Okay, is there literally a guy named Derry, D- Daddy Derek? It's oh. his nickname. No. Okay. His and name is, is Derek. Is he in the Seth. leather community or like what's going on? <laughs> 
I'm let, really confused by this. Let James explain, <laughs> Izzy. All right, okay, I have to sorry. go. I have to start from the very beginning, apparently. There's this movie director, I don't even, like a filmmaker named Derek Savage. And his his, his works are, uh, it's a bit of an acquired taste. And his one of his movies is called Cool Cat Saves the Kids. Am I going too far back? Probably. And it's an anti-bullying movie. And, you know, he's trying to make a movie. He's 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 trying but it's not that well made of a movie. You just need to like watch the trailer yourself. And people have made reviews of the movie and they're very rude and mean about it. Aww. Not rude, but they were just mean to Derek Savage. And Derek went out and went out of his way and took those videos down. And then when that was happening, I made a video saying like, Daddy Derek, don't do this. This, this is bad for your career. And then I did a review on one of his books called Midnight Stripper. Because he also makes books too. Oh and no, I forgot. Yeah. And oh. then I made I like as in the video I made a joke saying like oh I'll make you a new cover for one of your kids' books because he has kids' books and so I made him a cover for Bible Birdie. <laughs> and so there's like a picture of Jesus and a bird on a on Bible, Bible Birdie. Cover. Let's see the cover that he has right now. What? But I made him a new one. What's Bible Birdie? It's a, a, fa- a faith-based kids book to teach kids about the Jesus or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. What. And then, <clears throat> yeah. Just said, I'll pay you $10 for making this cover. And I said, sweet. And then he wanted my, the, this midnight stripper video taken down. And oh. I said, <laughs> and I said, no, no deal. And then he still never gave me the $10 for doing the cover. Is he using the cover? Damn. Using the cover. Okay, he can't the original, he's using the original composition of the cover, technically. He can't even like give you the ten bucks he promised. What the fuck? Yeah. Not not only that, but like he he literally just took James' cover and he photoshopped like stock images over it. <laughs> oh, hang on a second. Look amazing. up Baby Birdie or wait, Bible Birdie. Okay, here, here, here I could probably find it. I could probably find it. You have to like look on his official website, ah. which is just. Web design to the max, by the way, his official website. If you guys remember the uh, um, Space Jam website, it doesn't look nearly <laughs> as good. Oh, <laughs> he made a website worse than uh, freaking the Space Jam site. You bet your sweet baby. Bible birdie. Okay, first of all, the Space Jam website is a national treasure. <laughs> so it's not They almost got rid of it. They almost got rid of it. No, yeah, it was, that needs to be preserved. It was, it, yeah. it was taken down. No. <laughs> Are we taken down? Let's no, it's you. still up. it's still up. Thankfully, it's, it's but... there. It's there. Whew. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. History is preserved, but the the moment <laughs> Space Jam Two is announced, you know that that site's going to be updated. Oh God! What if they do? What if they just updated that website? No, that's <laughs> like you know that's like George, the George Lucas thing where it's like you can't change history. You're, what are you doing? This is this is disgraceful to Space Jam's history. Like they keep talking about like, hey, we're gonna make Space Jam too, and it's like just make it already. Uh, like Le- I don't know who was announced to make it. The uh, uh, was it Charlie? I don't know. Charles some, Barkley. I think Charles Barkley or some. No, other... LeBron James. LeBron, LeBron James. James. Oh, because he had a shitty cartoon already. So well, I guess oh, this. Will okay. Be... Okay. First of all, 
someone's like, Jesus Christ, Izzy's praising crap. And I'm like, obviously, it's ironic. Like, I'm not like, oh, man, this is the greatest <laughs> website known to man. If you can't tell that, I'm scared for you. Yes, Brinklebutt99. Y'all need y'all need to realize how sarcastic and, like, yeah. jokey we are. You got to understand, yeah, okay. no, nothing we say is sincere. We're all just freaking hack frauds. I, like... I, could, I could literally say 9-11 never happened. And I'd be joking. Guys, yeah. just so you know, 9-11. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. Really? So if you want to talk about horrible website design, MIA, that the girl that did the 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 song where it's like boom 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 ching ching whatever. Is that black eyed peas? Mm -hmm. No, MIA. Gotta uh, get that. Gotta she get was a rapper that. that did the fly like paper get high like planes, that song. Mm -hmm. Which would have been I think it's the actual title. I should have just used that instead of trying to do the sound effects. <laughs> uh, Try to sing uh, it for us. Her, sing it for us. I, you have to sing. No, sing I got that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, she had a website in like 2009 that she designed herself, and it's literally every piece of the website is an animated like neon colors gifs, Whoa. and it is literally the worst thing I've ever seen. And and I was taking a graphic design class, and the the guy like the teacher told us to bring in bad design, you know, just to, kind of like as a show and tell thing, and I won. There was nothing worse. <laughs> this sounds like my webcomic. Oh yeah, Pan. Wait, Pan, you have a webcomic? Shut up, Nolan. What wait, what is it called? Like a, a lucky IRL or yeah, something? Yeah, That's what it's called. The season like the first issue was just like all neon colors where everything is neon, and I thought I don't know, I, I had the stupid idea of like if everything's neon, nothing is. It won't look bad. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you when you made your first comic, did you think about how important it was and that that's your first comic and that when people click that first button like on your website like that's what they see we're all fucked so kind of i mean like <laughs> you know no who's whose web comic starts out good you know that and that's the whole point yeah yeah when i was when i was when i made my first comic i was like this is it this is going to be the first step when people click the first button that's like that's going to be the comic they see and how i started and i hate it and it's terrible uh, just like all, everyone else you can change the home page so it like goes to the newest page. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. But then you, you click on first, just like out of curiosity, you know? Don't you like look at other people's first comics? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like Bleed Man. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I sh James, I showed you one of my first comics. I've showed everybody here one of my first comics. In fact, me and Robo Buddies, shout out to Robo Buddies. Um, we did a video co covering my first comic, like one of my first comics ever made. Mm. It was uh, called Jungle of the Forbidden. Homer Simpson gets wrapped up in it. Oh, uh, Gwen I and Nolan that. break up. Yeah, it, it's really Didn't, intense. You, wasn't that like a self-insert of of like you dating someone or? Yeah, me dating Gwen Tennyson from Ben Ten Alien. Oh, why do so many people <laughs> want to bone Gwen? Why anyone from Ben Ten in general? Okay, okay. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna be at that time. I, um, Gwen was not like at all. I was not at all like sexually interested in her. Right. My thought process was. <laughs> No, my thought process was if I have her in, I can have her break up with me and cause drama. So I literally put her in the comic just to have her break up with me for drama. I literally cucked myself. <laughs> That's the dream. That's what I do all the time. Hong Kong. I, I don't know how to. Th that might be the path most pathetic thing I heard. <laughs> Look, I got a weird humiliation yeah. fetish, so you know. No, it's so. Izzy, are you saying I've outperformed Pan and cringe? maybe I'm, I'm sure like I, I was half expecting Pan to be like no 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 I have worse stories and then like 
<laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, if you, I, I haven't uploaded any smut, but if you see the smut I do, it's pretty self-humiliating. Well, I just use Stephanie well, to humiliate I myself. Didn't, well, this wasn't even for smut purposes. This was just so I could have oh. someone break up with me in the comic. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is pretty depressing, all things considered. Yeah, we're all depressed. Well, I, I don't I don't know how to react to this. <laughs> it's, it's great. I, yeah. Oh, but okay. You could make it worse if it was Omniverse Gwen. <laughs> well, Omniverse. Design. I like Omniverse's design. I'm, I'm not gonna bone them, but I like the designs. No, I love the, the the design theory on Omniverse. I'm a big supporter of Omniverse. I think it looks a hundred times better than Alien Force and Ultimate Alien easily, just from the cinematic view. Um, the creative designs with all the background aliens and everything else. Um, but Gwen's design after she goes to college is one of the worst things I've ever seen ever. I fucking hate it. Oh yeah. Does, she doesn't like she look like a lolly or something? Yeah. 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 Like, uh, so all of a sudden she like cuts her hair short because, because it's weird. Cause Omniverse has this weird mentality where they were trying to like go somewhere between Ben, te- the, te- you know, the original series and alien force and make it into something new. So Gwen all of a sudden starts dressing like she's 10 years old again <sighs> and gets these really ugly glasses. And it's just, I, I don't know. It's just like, I really love the evolution that Gwen had up until that point from uh, alien forces, like, you know, very professional uh, dressed, you know, like, you know, looks like someone that hits the books very often and is very serious about a future to the spell caster we got in the future episodes. This <laughs> blimp that this crappy 10 year old lolly crap did not match that. And it's such a weird derail and I hate it. Okay, but to be perfectly honest, how are we not sure that it wasn't just um, fan bait? I, Let's be I'm, real. It, it could have been Derek J. White being like, "This is what I'm into." I don't know why that's the voice. We, we're not gonna we're not gonna put words in Derek J. Wyatt's mouth. But then again, <laughs> we're not exactly sure what he is putting. In, so we'll just say that. Yeah. Sorry, I just I've never liked that design. I lo- I even like Frank and Cre- uh, Kevin. Like I, I enjoy that design a lot. I mean, uh, I, I, I think back to when John Kay was blogging about uh, Gwen and saying, like, her forehead is so big, she should be a Fox News anchor. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know. John Kay's cray cray. But James, did, James, did you see uh, any Ben 10? Or- <laughs> no, that's why I've been quiet this whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you never right, watched I, any Ben 10 when you were young? No, I wasn't into that. You- or I didn't watch Ben okay. 10. Okay, Jay, I'm going to link you. I'm going to link you to a picture before she goes to college and after she goes to college. All right, I'll give you my my yeah, opinions. Yeah, you're, you're unbiased, <laughs> just seeing it for the first time, <laughs> fresh eyes. Okay. They both look terrible. Oh. Yeah, I'm looking at I mean, the, They both have things too. that work for them. What's that? I mean, I said they both have things that work for them. That's not one's not like drastically worse. Like the new Scooby Dooby, the Scooby Dooby, the new Scooby Doo redesign. Uh-huh. How like everyone looks terrible in that. Oh I think. yeah. So 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 Gwen, uh, why why are you still wearing cat shirts? How huh? you fucking weirdo? <laughs> because Hurry. her ten year old self did. Oh well, you you what you can't a college age girl can't wear a cat shirt, huh? No, it's just it's just it goes against everything personality wise that she's been building up towards. Hey, you know she know. can dress. However, she wants Izzy, you know. Oh, pan, sure. Pan, okay. Pan, she pan, don't. If I didn't, pan, if no. I didn't know any better, it sounds like you're, uh, you're uh, into something. Into what? Oh shit! Oh no! <laughs> oh. Okay. Into what? I mean, Gwen's. Mm, I don't I like Gwen. She's. Mm, she's. Mm, mm. Also, I love. I love the image you linked. How she has like inflated kneecaps. 
that's one, that's one thing about that's one thing about Jared's style. That's the one thing I don't like about it is that all his kneecaps are super pronounced and like bigger than they should be. Hmm. Well, okay. So one of my favorite things about uh, the whole omniverse conversion style thing was. Um, a lot of people are like, oh, man, they brought this Derek J. White in here. He's ruining everything. And like he's been working on the show since the very beginning. Like like he's been a designer. He's you know, he's he's been a designer on like um, that kind of era of things since uh, the original Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. So like I know that's not like the same show, but you, you could see where he kind of like migrated between shows um, as a, to get to that point. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, yeah, I mean, there is a little bit of an issue with like, the, well, not an issue. I just still want a Transformers animated Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated and Ben Ted <laughs> Omniverse crossover. <laughs> I don't know. Too bad you get Secret Saturdays. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, that was that's what I was gonna say, James. If you didn't watch Ben Ten, what kind of Cartoon Network shows did you watch, or did you jump on uh, ship like, at a certain? Well, so growing up, my family didn't have cable, so I oh, was yeah, one of those. Right. Yeah, uh, you watch PBS. Yes. There was this one show called Fetch with Rough Ruffman. The fuck that is that? I was really into. Oh boy. It's it was like a mixture between animation and had like live action parts. It was like a game show with kids in it. And they'd have to go out and do adventures and like learn about science or whatever. There's also Cyber Chase. Do you guys know uh, Cyber Chase? Yeah. yeah. I used to like I think, that show. Yeah, that was about math and and other science stuff. I think like all the PBS kids would try to like teach morals and like lessons and stuff. Remember the mm-hmm. Boomafoo? Whoa, 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 whoa. I, 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 cyber chase for a moment here. Mm-hmm. It's guy Gilbert Godfrey playing a parrot again. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing memorable <laughs> about that show. I just want, I want to believe that Gilbert Godfrey was typecasted. Oh, <laughs> no, that's his persona. Oh, what's Gilbert up to? Gilbert going to furry conventions as his persona. I wouldn't be surprised. That's something that sounds like something he'd do. Do you think Nick Cage has a persona? He, it's, he seems like he would. I mean, it's just, be a it, sloth. his son is like into anime, so I'm sure he, he convinced him to like, hey, hey, dad, check out this fursona. It's like, wow, son, that's so cool. I should get one. Something like that. Do yeah. you think um, do you think like um, Cage's son goes to furry conventions and he's just dragged along? Was it? No, oh, no. I was <laughs> thinking of Gene Simmons son who was into like who had a manga and like all the manga things are like ripoffs of like bleach and stuff. All the drawings. He literally traces bleach. He literally traces bleach. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. Careful what you say about Gene Simmons. He'll try to sue you. Hong Kong. Hey, Gene Simmons. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, Gene Simmons. You stop buying the trademark on stupid stuff. Yeah. But um, you guys want to get into it? Wait, the... no, wait, he bought the trademark on stupid stuff? <laughs> well, not literally stupid stuff, although that's something he oh, would fuck. do. Now I can't say anything anymore. I Shit. <laughs> fuck you, Gene Simmons. You whore. But um, you guys want to get into the news? Uh, do you not want to talk about some Mubafu? Oh, the Crap Brothers? <laughs> the Crap Brothers. That was their name, right? I think it was the Crack Brothers.
There's the crap. I, I think now they're they're technically the crackhead brothers. They're not doing so well. I mean, they were mm. talking to lemurs for a little bit there. I would question their... Yeah. Uh, oh, man, it was so obvious on Zubumafu when they had, like, a puppet of Zubumafu and, like, a real-life lemur there. It's like, I, I, like they ain't fooling me. Yeah. I know what no I'm saying. No shit. No At shit. least it wasn't, like, crappy CGI instead. Like, sure. they got, like, a real lemur. That's cool. This is PBS. They don't have that money. They probably stole that lemur off, like, a hey, zoo. Hey, PBS is sponsored by viewers like you, so if you have a problem with it, go donate to them, asshole. <laughs> Some millionaires... Huh, what? what? What, James? I was going to talk about the you. Were, you said that they were produced by viewers like you or whatever, but they also had like just one commercial for each thing, and it was Chuck E. Cheese and Juicy Juice. <laughs> Those are like the two things, the two commercials so, that were on so, every single PBS show. Oh so yeah. Chuck E. Cheese is also sponsored by viewers like you and Chuck E. Cheese and no, wait, mm-hmm. PBS is sponsored by viewers like you, Chuck E. Cheese and Juicy Juice. Juicy Juice. Hey, did you guys uh, watch Zoom? Oh yeah, come on and yeah. zoom, come on and zoom, come on and zoom. <laughs> oh, making zoom? No, I don't think so. All those kids are old now and dead. Zoom is zoom is like a show that's been going on since like the seventies, like nineties, right? I think the seventies. Yeah, a long time. Hang it's on. not the show. It's not the movie with uh. With the guy who has superpowers and all the kids. That's too. not the stupid Tim Allen movie. <laughs> That's the, that has like three Smash Mouth songs in the first twenty minutes. Surprisingly, I'm not kidding. <laughs> hey, um, hey, how do you know that? I wa- I was watching Tim Allen's Zoom. It was like a superhero sh- movie from 2005, and like, like yeah, I was watching it on Netflix, and it's like, wow, they have three Smash Mouth songs in the first twenty minutes of this movie. <laughs> Smash Mouth is popular, okay? It was like, this is, like, come on, Shrek had two in the span of the entire movie, but this has three in the first 20 minutes. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Why do we do this? Why do we compare movies like that? Like, like Shrek is somehow, like, the academic standard? It had Smash Mouth in it. That's very good. It's all about pacing, Izzy. Name another movie with Smash Mouth. In the court of law. Digimon. They did. Okay, name another movie that has more than one Smash Mouth song. Atop the fourth wall of the movie, the first cut. <laughs> that don't count. That's not the public release. That's temp music. On court law, Smash Mouth can only be used as bookend songs in oh. the movies. No longer more. Oh, what about Baja Man? We can we can use Baja Man. Can you move it like James, this? Can I'm pretty sure James. Like I'm pretty sure James uses a Smash Mouth theme song for Let's Play Channel, right, James? Do you? <laughs> yeah, all the time. The the odd one gamers. Is that right? That one gamers. Play- yeah, with featuring Smash Mouth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like with guest stars like the Game Grumps. Oh, can you move Speaking it of games, like let's this? talk about Cuphead. Can ah! you shake it like oh, that? Can you move it like this? Can you Good shake segue. it like Shut that? Shut up, Pan! Yeah, Cuphead. Talk about Cuphead. I Cuphead? Didn't, I didn't get to play it. Did you play it? Yes. No. I played like the first level. Shit. I, I, I played the first <laughs> uh, couple bosses as well, and it's fucking mm. fun. So like I'm so conflicted right now because I I have this like mentality that my computer is a a workstation like I don't like to corrupt it with fun and games so like I can't get the game because I don't have an Xbox One and I don't want to oh put it on Steam indulge just play the game do you play the game on your, on your do you have Steam on your work computer I I did once because I wanted Roller Coaster Tycoon really bad and then it didn't work. I paid for it and everything, and it won't load. No, sad. Well, I mean, which was it the original one? Or yeah, the, yeah. Okay, so I was gonna say if it's the make, you're better off. It's, 
I was more of a zoo tycoon kid. Anyway, Cuphead. Yeah. It's so pretty. What if Cuphead mm-hmm. had cheats like Zoo Tycoon did? Whoa. Like big he- big Cuphead mode? Um... <laughs> big Cuphead? No, like you could spawn in like a bunch of Cupheads. Oh shit, like 40 <laughs> player online PvP matches. Everyone, no, like they have like 40 players on screen at once and you just kill each other <laughs> trying to kill the boss. Yeah. Oh no, that's what I was talking. Um, my friend Spo bought the game, played it together. And I said, dude, you know what would make this game awful? And he goes, what? And I go, fire friendly fire no that's not battle toads hell no fuck that shit so i want want somebody to mod cuphead and make friendly fire a thing that'd be hilarious (laughs) fuck Um, however the game is so pretty and so well made Mm. and it's only 20 bucks yeah it's crazy like this was in development for you like someone brought up one of my podcasts from like i think our second podcast where we mentioned pod (laughs) mentioned a cuphead and it's like wow it's been in development that long Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it looks, yeah, it, it just perfectly replicates that uh, tw- 30s Fleischer era of animation. It's like, how do they do this? This is so accurate. The, By only, the, way. the only thing they couldn't do was uh, the 24 frames per second, I think, or uh, I don't know what old uh, frame rate cartoons were. Hmm. They were 24. Oh, okay. I just didn't know. But yeah, I, I wish they had a mode for that or some kind of setting because hmm. I know 60 frames per second makes the game better because it's easier to play, but I do just want to have play one level in 24 frames. Mm-hmm. I, I want uh, Cuphead to go into, like, uh, a, a Japanese level, and it's just full of racist cartoons, and he's like, whoa, and I'm <laughs> I'm going to walk out of here. See ya. That'd be messed up. I love that. I would, um, yeah. Jason JJ's 17 says Fleischer's did 12 frames, not 24. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess they did, used 24. each frame twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, technically, like anything that's put on TV, um, I, I mean, it might be changed now that TVs are getting higher frame rates, but technically everything's 23.98. Yeah. So, so haha, shut up, Jason. Uh, just um, kidding, I love you. But yeah, but that makes sense. Is... They probably, because uh, a lot of the Flesher stuff wasn't theatrical, right? So um, I know theatrical movies were 24 frames per second, hmm. and then anything else on TV ended up being 12 because everyone was trying to cut corners and I save wanna... money. I want to see an animation at 60 frames per second, like 2D animation. How insane would that be? And right, how impossible. Load up Cuphead. <laughs> no, yeah. that, that's that, that's not how that works or does it. It's like a, there's like there's like a thing you can do in After Effects where it'll try and draw the frame in between. That, so you can sort of sort of emulate like you could turn something that's 30 frames a second into 60 through After Effects. That sounds like it. Be terrible. I remember seeing the a one a scene from One Punch Man in sixty frames a second. It was a fight scene, and it like it looked we- it was weird to look at. Definitely like something was off, but I kind of liked it. Hmm, I gotta you see that. Like that if you can see it. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to see that. We gotta. I'll link it if I find it. But I, I would imagine it'd be like some sort of yeah. morphing technology where it just like morphs in between frames, which mm. would just look terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So speaking of design and looks, I've been really thinking about it. I've been looking at Cuphead and Mughead for a while, and I feel like Mughead's the better design. What do you guys the blue think? Blue one? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. They, Maybe. I mean, the they're only both difference cute. is the I think nose, they're both really, cute. really, in the color. Well, no, there's a there's a huge difference between their face. Oh. Uh, Cuphead has like these giant half like circled eyes that take up ninety percent of his face. And then little mm-hmm. tiny dot nose. And mm-hmm. then um, Mugman is like way more closer to what a character in that era would look like hmm. with a big nose and the That's classic f- uh, eyes. Hmm. Maybe. Draws, not bendy. 
Who knows? Yeah, straw's not bendy as well. Yeah, it's a bigger true. nose. And also, he's blue, so the you know. straw is his yep. dick. <laughs> we, I mean, we were this close to not make this for Cuphead because it deserves better. <laughs> but you know, Pan, if you want to ruin it for everyone, that's yeah, fine. Cuphead. I, why don't I get to play Cuphead? I don't have an Xbox One or a gamer PC or a regular PC, so it's like I don't think you need. I don't think you need an intensive PC. I got a Mac. It. That's the thing. Oh. Yeah. Ah, good luck, idiot. Yeah, <laughs> Cuphead. More like Cuckhead, am I right? Because he's getting cucked. Hey guys, if you wanna if you wanna play games, good luck with your stupid Mac. Ha. Hey, hey, I got I got some emulators on here. I got uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine. That's 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 from the same era. That counts. Okay. Speaking <laughs> of that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, let's, so let's let's have a talk about Bendy and the Ink Machine. Well, I got uh, choice words. I got, I got a couple of things I want to say. First of all, between Cuphead and Bendy, I don't necessarily go out looking for porn. Like, I'm not like a type of boy. <laughs> I, but I, I love, when I love when we're starting this. I have seen so porn. much porn of these 1930s characters, and I'm just like, why, why is this like the big hard-on that people have right now? Okay, let's be honest. Everybody on the internet has terrible taste in porn. This is a fact. You think you have good taste? No, you are objectively wrong. Everybody on the has bad taste in porn. So, like, I mean, it's pretty obvious that they would go for something that looks awful and dumb <laughs> in porn. <laughs> well, and and so, like, it's to the point where I did my first Not Safe for Work commission that's actually Not Safe for Work. Like, I know I've done, like, a couple of things for yeah. you, Noel, and that's wrapped, but that's not really Not Safe for Work. That's just, that's it's true. like, it's an innocent kink. You can put that in this display, and unless people know, they won't know, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so like I, I've drawn Bendy bending over my friend for oh, like oh, a better oh. turn. <laughs> hey. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just the internet and people have very, very wide senses of, of kinks and fetishes. Yeah. That, that, you, that you may not understand, but you just go, all right, man, you do you. I think about that time that I think it was Lazy Game Reviews or some other YouTuber who uh, turned on like a who activated like AOL, like an old AOL trial disc and went on America Online's chat rooms and try to find one of the active chat rooms because everything's offline. But there are some home custom chat rooms. I don't know. And they, they have people in them, but they're all just like people saying stuff like daddy Dom looking for twink or whatever stuff like that. <laughs> it reminds me of when uh, they uh, would put uh, like video numbers in video games and video game nerd would be like, let's call them. Let's see what happens. And they were all porn lines. Yeah, phone numbers, <laughs> phone numbers that they would put like, yeah, that was so, it's such a bad idea. Just like eventually that phone number is going to run out and it has, and now they're porn I don't, lines. A lot of, a lot of game developers don't think long-term though. They just think, oh, this will be cool in the moment. And then like, like, like D- DRN games, like, oh, that'll be cool in the moment. Hang on. They like, yeah, but, it'll be cool. But for me, 20 years from now, it's not going to be cool, is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah get, fuck games. Fuck video. Yeah, fuck them fuck all. Cuphead. Do, do you guys watch any uh, speedrunning? Nah, Very rarely. I'm not a nerd. I don't watch that crap. I remember I remember the uh, Super Mario 64 half A press meet with uh, TJ Yoshi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm buddies with him. Wait, are we talking about the, about the building up speed for 12 yeah. hours? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. I don't know how that's a legitimate tactic, though, for speedrun. Oh, man. You guys remember <laughs> the – what was your first speedrun video? Because I remember in, like, sixth grade, this was, like, 2003 or four. like, my teacher said, 
guys, you should see this video online of Super Mario Brothers 3. Some guy played through it and beat everything. And he just wrote down the um, thing on the chalkboard. Well, the dry erase board saying HTTP <laughs> dot dot slash slash something www <laughs> dot blank dot slash something something. And he said, if you want to see it, go look up, look that up, kids. That's crazy. And I found the video. Right. I have the video right here. And it's called Super Mario Bros. 3 Time Attack Video. This was before speed run was a term. It was time attacks. That's what they used time to call it. That's what it used to be called. <laughs> yeah. but Whenever yeah. whenever I want to do something very quickly, like if I want to like go grocery shopping, like yeah. I'm, I'm crunched for time. Instead of saying, let's go fast, I say, let's speed run this. Yeah. Dude, James, I didn't know you were a true gamer. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how the cops think of your uh, speed running on the highway. <laughs> and yeah, instead of heavy in heavy rain, when Ethan has to drive into traffic, what if the lady on the uh, GPS thing said, "Ethan, if you want to save your son, you have to speed run the highway." Oh man. <laughs> Super, yeah, heavy rain's a joke. But anything more things. about Cuphead? I think it's really cute. I love it, yeah. and it's really fun, and I would wrap Cuphead and Mugman. Yeah, please release it this. on the PS4, thank you. Or Let's not. hope they do. That'd well, be nice. I don't, okay, so most likely, if it became an exclusive for one console in this era, most likely that means Microsoft bought, bought the company or paid for the development of it, and that's part of their agreement. Like, there is no reason for any company to make their game exclusive to one console at this point, unless they are affiliated with that company. Yeah. Okay, well, I, my counter-argument is the uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider was paid for, um, help was helped funded by Microsoft, too, but they paid for, like, a timed exclusivity deal, which could be Cuphead is going for, too. If they were going to do that, wouldn't they have announced it? already well no they didn't announce it for tomb raider um like tomb raider's port was announced way after the fact i think okay i mean because yeah. like uh cuphead's one of those games that's like uh hat in time um and a few others that feel very much like they would be at home on the nintendo switch mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. yet they're not because there's so many of these games that are like you know influenced by classic nintendo stuff the disney afternoon uh cuphead you have uh you uh not, ukulele has it that came on the wii u i think or no no that hasn't came out nope. yet uh, so it's like all these games that haven't came out on the switch yet it's really bothering me because they feel like they, they they're so switch games yeah see I, I i hate to break it to you but uh ukulele has never come on the wii u. i'm sorry oh no i know i have a switch now. it's cool no i know i'm joking i know i dude you i i'm just kind of disappointed lately just like yeah Keep add, keep adding keep adding uh um bundles of sticks or faggots as we Whoa, like to call them. To the <laughs> oh. Okay, okay. So uh, apparently, um, someone said that Microsoft did fund the development of the game. Cuphead is its own studio. Oh, but you know, you're right. It could be a time exclusivity. It just depends on how much you know the contract they signed and how much they gave. You know, wasn't Cuphead yeah. kickstarted or no? Not that I know of. Okay. Um, I feel like I feel like I, I feel like we would have it would have been mentioned by now we're like well mighty number nine and ukulele have failed cuphead has succeeded yeah, no, okay, yeah. okay yeah ignoring like ignoring like a shovel knife is head in or... time out also yeah it just came yeah. out okay because yeah head in times also kickstarted is it on ps4 uh, it's on ps4 xbox one steam and that's it because I, I checked what? had in time on psn a few days ago it's like it's not there but i see people playing it had in time psn hang on 
I'm I'm not gonna lie. I re I'm really happy for the success of the Hatton because I saw one of the demos of it and it looked like shit and it looks like it got improved a lot, which I'm very happy that the team was able to do and stuff. But on the other hand, also uh, their their PR team is kind of uh, kind of weird. Hmm. Yeah. They, they they do a lot of uh, a lot of meany internet stuff, and it's not like um, Sonic where it's kind of like ironic. This is the future. Nolan. You gotta accept huh? it. You gotta accept I, the I future. Know I know it's the I know it's the future, but I'm just saying they they're, they're like they're sort of like they're sort of like mimicking like early 2000s internet, which I guess could be the point. <laughs> hey guys, waffles XD had in time. Apparently, <laughs> That's um, what they do though. Had in time apparently uh, is not out for the PS4 yet. She. Uh, oh, okay, so it's only out on Steam currently. Okay, when does it come out on PS4? Because I needs it. Fall. It is fall. We're in October. <laughs> it's uh, apparently later this fall. She. Bitch. Uh, someone asked why um, Cuphead's available on Steam and not and not just Xbox One if it's an Xbox One exclusive. I mean, that's something that they could fought for. You know, like when you go into negotiations with this, like, hey, we want to fund this money. Okay, cool. We can make this game. But like we can't have it exclusively on Xbox and they probably got like less of the money they were supposed to get or something. But I'm pretty sure they fought for Steam. And to be honest, if, if you're a PC gamer and you probably don't play console games, then, you know, you're not really losing in that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for it is on Steam, though. So. That's what I'm saying. It's on Steam because they fought for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and to be fair, who's going to use the Microsoft store? That thing is awful. I use it all <laughs> I I try to use it to download like what Microsoft Word stuff, and like I keep getting these ripoff things, and like it's like, oh, you ha you don't have to pay for this, and then later they're like, you have to pay for this, and I keep using it. And I'm like, what the fuck, dick. Yeah, so the Microsoft Store sucks. Don't use it. Yeah. Use us Steam for all your gaming needs. I am putting some codes in for a for my Xbox 360, some sort of like prepaid cards and some somehow they disappeared, and I was like, I want to play Alien Hominid, but no, it disappeared, and I was on like. I don't know, it was a big, huge mess, and customer service basically just emailed me saying, look, uh, we don't know what to do. Bye. <laughs> don't so wait, Pan, Alien Hominid, that was that was on Newgrounds, right? Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, Odwin's out. Did you ever go on Newgrounds? Oh, of course. God. I, I grew up on that. Oh, man. Well, like, what was your inspiration for Newgrounds? Like, did you have a favorite one? Uh, um, there was a lot of Sonic cartoons, you know? Uh -huh. mm -hmm. I remember like, there was the... the, the a big uh, collab Sonic cartoon. Hmm. Oh, the Sonic like, shorts? Yeah, the Sonic shorts. Sonic hmm. shorts were my jam. I loved those. I wanted to make one for the longest time. I can't. Hmm. When do you think Newgrounds was the funniest? Mm, around when like YouTube was still young. Oh yeah, I guess so. I, I don't know. I don't know, Pan. It sounds like you know. Would you care to explain it to uh, us? Yeah. In, well, I... in great, in great. <laughs> One annoying, <laughs> awful, unfunny, uninteresting, <laughs> worn out, tired, boring, obnoxious, sickening, long, stupid, retarded. You know, I think Newgrounds was funny when we were all twelve, living in the suburbs, listening to Lincoln Park, watching Dragon Ball Z, drinking Pepsi while playing Halo Co-op on the easiest mm -hmm. setting during which we consumed Doritos and looked at paintball guns on eBay and an Internet Explorer connected through AOL on fifty six K Modem American Online free trial. Anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. but um, you guys want to get into other news besides Cuckhead? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, this podcast isn't going to be uploaded for two weeks, right? Well, it's still we got to talk about it eventually. So, we, I, 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 yeah. I guess. So we got to talk about Rick and Morty and the uh, sauce. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Hey, odds one. Are you a fan of Rick and Marty? Of course, of course I am. They the the sauce thing. They only had they only gave out twenty packets, didn't they? Yeah, like twenty or yeah. thirty packets per restaurant. And my my town That's didn't receive silly. it. I mean, I guess I, my, my, my go ahead. I only had four stores that had the Szechuan sauce, and they they only had twenty packets. And so it's like, what's even the point? You'd have to like camp out like days in advance. Yeah, I mean, Which like people did. I know, <laughs> and like people. Um, well, you, you didn't. I don't think I saw any commercials on TV for the Szechuan sauce. So it was like, hey, it's. I may, I'm. Yeah, oh, it's more. It was. It was an internet culture thing, though, wasn't it? Yeah, I was like, I have two theories. One, like McDonald's was like, eh, let's do it for these fans, whatever. And two, it's like McDonald's knew it'd be huge. So they were like, oops, mm-hmm. uh, we sold out. We I can't believe it. We're so successful. We sold out, you know, like what Nintendo does where they pretend that they – where they just release a little – a small amount and they're like, whoa, we, yeah. we sold a bunch. We, you can't get this stuff anywhere. Artificial uh, – it's called artificial scarcity. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, but but we knew that they only had 20 packets. Hmm. Was that like pre-disclosed? Yeah, they did the the little article thing I was reading said that. Because hmm. like there was just a lot of people who apparently did not hear that and only heard from word of mouth of, hey, they're getting you know for one day only yeah. you can get this stuff. And there's like people that traveled from Canada, like like someone like flew really? in to the U.S. because the, oh, there wasn't no. any McDonald's <laughs> in Canada doing the promotion. Shit. Okay, um, what are you doing with your life? It's a song. I can I can understand that. Make it at home. It's it's, it's like it's like it's not about the sauce. It's about the adventure. Yeah, it's about the oh, journey. Hey, hey, you James, <laughs> shut up! Come on. <laughs> I mean, also, like, I'm looking at the packaging now because I had a discussion about this over breakfast, and like, um, it's very clear that the designs they did is like for the packaging of the sauce is to it's it's clearly inspired by Rick and Morty, but this is clearly not a mm-hmm. tie-in. Yeah, like this isn't like. Uh, Adult Swim and McDonald's together made this thing, so it feels very much like McDonald's. Like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna capitalize on this, you know, this this thing that happened on a TV show, mm-hmm. but we're not going to contact them and do like you know actual promotion for a promotion. it. Or, yeah. yeah, so I feel like I feel like they could have capitalized it a lot better by getting more sauce. Yeah, yeah I mean, like this should have been a month. Like this shouldn't been a day. This should have been like a month yeah. of it, like any sure. other special edition thing they do. Mm-hmm. McDonald's did do that. I totally would have gone and got some, but I when I saw that they only had twenty packets, I was like, "It's not worth. It. I'm probably not going to get any." Hmm. Yeah, I should have just walked up and been like, "Hey, I'm, I'm the odd ones out. I have like, <laughs> I have like a million subscribers. Give me I have more subs than Leafy. Yeah, I don't know if this yeah. is true or not, but like, there's people who's been stabbed, who got into an argument and stabbed someone over the Sashwan sauce in L.A. But I don't know if that's true or not. I want to believe. I, well, I, I mean, I mean, to be honest, Rick and Morty fans are much more intellectually elite than we are. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, they're thinking on a different level. I, they're thinking on a different level. So it's probably justified that they stab somebody over a sauce. I heard you can buy Szechuan sauce from like Target or H-E-B yeah. or whatever. Like McDonald's didn't, yeah. McDonald's didn't invent Szechuan sauce. That's not, it's, literally, it's literally teriyaki sauce. That's all right. Like, like, like it, it's a thing. It's not like something that McDonald's invented. Yeah. You know, exactly, like, yeah. Like, um, but it's a convenience. So, you know, you want to go to McDonald's and you want to get your Szechuan sauce too. You know. Okay. Okay. Here, okay, Pan. Here, how's this? For, um, here's how. How is this for? You go into Target. You buy teriyaki sauce off the shelf. 
you're done in like 20 minutes. You camp out That's... for days at Walmart to get a, I mean, at McDonald's to get a packet. Okay. What's more We're fighting for our did, rights. You know, we need did, to, if we what don't. Rights? Look, we just Rick, want the did sauce. Rick get, we want to get our did sauce. Did Rick get the sauce from Target? No, he okay. got it from McDonald's. Look, 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 look. Okay, imagine if like this, McDonald's said, hey, we're not going to serve ketchup anymore. You got to go to the store and buy ke- your own ketchup. You know, it'd be like that, you know? We want we want it all in one place, you know. That's dumb. See, yeah, it is dumb. Like, who would go to McDonald's and then have to go to like a, a Target to buy some ketchup? You know, that's dumb. See, see. Okay, I get where I get where you're coming from, but on the other hand, you're camping out for days for teriyaki sauce. Hey, we're we're changing the world. We could change the. Oh, oh, oh my God! How's okay. that for intellectualism? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, so look at this. Look at this on eBay. You can get um, an open version of the sauce for $60. Sweet. Or you, for $1,000, you can get the mini quote-unquote poster that is the 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 thing that you rip off of the <laughs> the sauce packet. Oh, man. For $1,000. Actually, they're including the poster, so it's, you know. I mean, the, the, the poster is, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's not, not a poster, it, Pam. It's, 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 it's literally the label that you rip off to dunk your nuggies in. Yeah. <laughs> It's, 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 it's being listed so, uh, on eBay so people will pay, pay well, for it as a mini poster. Well, maybe maybe the mini poster has some Szechuan sauce oh, like shit. on the on the back, 18 so bucks. you can like lick it. Rick and Morty. Well, this one has uh, the sample taste for sixty dollars with a pre open. Is someone used a syringe and like sucked some of it out, and I guess is selling individual little pieces of the syringe. Oh shit! I can buy oh, some for eighteen bucks. Sweet. Check that out. Szechuan sauce. And I get the poster too. Hopefully, didn't, didn't McDonald's creators of Rick and Morty? Didn't they send them like a huge jug of it? Yeah, from oh, promotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they sent them like one of those like um, giant like you push the top of it and it squirts out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, you want to buy this Szechuan sauce? The one that comes with like a syringe for some reason. <laughs> I just I just talked about that. Pan. You know the syringe. In- inject it. Inject yes. it into your bloodstream. Yeah. Look at what. Look at the amount that's there. It's point. It's point zero five ml. Let's see. Best. Best of the worst. Fun fact. Pan is repeating exactly what Izzy said because he was not listening. I was going on eBay and I was like, I need to find some of this stuff. I need to buy, buy it while it's still hot. Oh, speaking of which. Okay. So that that like that that video you made uh, talking about the uh, Power of Four special for Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. And this is not me defending the special because it was awful. But like you literally mentioned in the re- in the review that you barely watched it, okay. and then he started like mis misspeaking about events that happened in it. That was literally the worst video I've ever seen on YouTube. <laughs> literally it was two the worst? guys, <laughs> one of them half watching it, and the other guy didn't even see it, doing a quote unquote review. The man with no facts versus the guy with half the facts. Look, it can't literally be poor, the worst video on YouTube. I mean, okay. It was so not good. Look, 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 look. <laughs> I, when I was okay, I was just like watching it casually in the background, and like partially through, I was like, "Hey, wait a minute. Um, I should make a video on this." So you know, like, like you talk about how Mojo Jojo comes out of nowhere at the end, and it's like they set him up in the beginning. <sighs> yeah. Mojo sucks. Yeah, but you I know, mean, I'm cool with shitting on things, but it's just like. Let's uh let's let, let's actually like do factual stuff. Look, and I mostly ninety percent got that review right, you know. Right, right, sure, ninety percent, <laughs> that's fine, whatever. Just uh, the mojo but, like, part, you know. 
actually care about Izzy, stuff. Izzy, and... Izzy, Izzy, it's alternative facts. Calm down. Whoa. <laughs> no, well, it's, no, it just really that's... highlights how much of YouTube is like this like echo chamber. That's some it doesn't matter humor. if what you're saying is factual or not, as long as people agree with it. And I know that's kind of all media, but it was just like really frustrating. Yeah, to we're all that. fucked. Yeah, wow, Nolan, like alternative facts. That's that's really topical humor. No one's ever, you know, that's some witty social commentary, you know? <laughs> you mean like Newgrounds? Oh, yeah, I remember when Newgrounds was funny when we're all 12 in the suburbs drinking Pepsi playing Halo Call yeah, up on exactly. the You can't do that twice! I can do <laughs> whatever you, I want. Thank you, thank you for self illustrating my example. Yeah. <laughs> God. So I'm I'm glad I'm glad we sort of uh made made sense of that. You guys want some sauce? Oh, I'm sorry, it was just like a thing that like it it hit. Apparently Nero's Ku made a post about your review. Now I need to like oh, find that well, and read it. No one is he still there? What's he doing? Nero's Q? Uh, mostly Nero's critiquing is... people. Oh. Yeah, like always. No, no, like he like critiques someone for drawing their character too feminine. <sighs> Hang on, like, oh I found his blog. It says so I finally saw the Powerpuff Girls, the power of four. At first I thought I would see this and think it's okay, but no, it was awesome. I like what they did <laughs> with this character, Bliss, and how they expanded on the professor's experiment and backstory. Yeah, and he wrote an essay about, oh, God, I'm not reading all this. Get out of <laughs> here. Get your ass out of here, boy. Oh, yeah, um... James, for context, of um, Nero's <laughs> Q is our uh, our arch nemesis, I guess. He's, I like him though; he's cool for the most part. Yeah, it, it's it's but one he, of those things where like, um, this guy like Pan made a video about the Powerpuff Girls, and this other guy mm -hmm. like made this really long, lengthy, ranty video about Pan's review of the Powerpuff Girls. The reboot. Oh, I, yeah, wait, doesn't the guy have like chains or something? Isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Like, I've seen that. The Todd McFarlane oh. guy. Yeah, he's such an edge lord, and the amazing yeah. thing is, like, he, he talks about like you know doing all this stuff for kids and all this, and then like immediately murders the people that he's critiquing. He's like, hey, I don't <laughs> want swearing on here. This is for the kids. But yeah, he just has like he ends every video with like chopping up somebody with a scythe and like chains, and yeah. I don't know, super cool. It's basically. like, hey, Todd McFarlane, get your kid here, you know. And so naturally, we brought him onto the podcast. Yeah, it was a good idea. <laughs> Oh man! He had a voice changer. He came on the podcast with a voice. Why? <laughs> I I heard his voice. I heard his true voice for a little bit because he he turned it off by accident, but it wasn't recorded. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so just do an impression, I guess. It's so good. I, I can't. I can't do an impression. He literally. He sounded like a like a younger kid, like a like a he's just got out of puberty, like type guy. Oh, that's. That's something that I tell people when they have to, they, they ask like, how do you deal with hate comments? I tell them just imagine that it's being said by someone who hasn't gone through puberty yet oh. because it's not that far off. That's not funny. <laughs> my voice is normal. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, oh my God. Look, it's normal to be my age and not go through, through the puberty yet. Okay. Oh, that was Stephanie. Anyway. Um... <laughs> So, uh, speaking of puberty, does anybody have any fun puberty stories? I don't. I, that's not where I thought you were segueing <laughs> to. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm all about subverting expectations. Oh, Hawk and Hawk in the comments story. says, Stephanie, you suck. Wait. Oh. Sex uh, ed story. Yes, tell the sex ed story. Okay, cool. So you guys all did sex ed in like fifth and sixth grade, right? It was we were in sixth grade and the teacher was telling us about like what sex was. And she was reading off this pamphlet 
and then she she gets to the part where she talks about the, the penis and the vagina mm-hmm. connecting right she gets to that mm-hmm. part whoa 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 this is and, a and the whole podcast I know, and then the, the, but the whole class was just like, oh, and then when she said that, they all like were, ah, like cheering and stuff. And I didn't hear what she said. And I turned to my friend and I said, what did she say? My friend was just like, no, I'm not going to say it. And so I didn't know what sex was for longer than I should have, basically. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, neither did I. It's okay. Um, but yeah, like I also find puberty like super interesting too, because it's like when you start sexually developing, you like that's when your kinks start coming to the forefront. Like there are people who are like into like ASMR, like weird stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, weird. like um, wait, James, wasn't there a channel we were talking about that you wanted to mention? <laughs> um, let me, let me read this comment. Not ASMR. Hang on. I just want to read this comment. Uh, Scrag Leman says, I laughed at the video of a wiener getting erect in fifth grade and got kicked out of class. We've all oh. been there, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah James, um, um, James, you were saying mentioning something about like some type of weird video that was kind of like ASMR. Th- this is like totally off topic and not about animation. And probably I shouldn't be saying it don't this, matter. But there's this there's this channel. I guess if people were if they stuck around this song, they get this little juicy treat. There's this channel called Spirit Channel, and there's a there's a guy named Psychic Bob. And he does Ouija boards, seances, and spell casting right on YouTube. Shit. You know, like summoning spirits on YouTube. And (laughs) did Silent Bob become a mage now? No. No, he's he's a bit Oh, okay. He's like in his forties. And he 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 seems super nice. He seems like a very lovable guy. And he'll just be like in videos, just be like talking about just like random things like, oh, today it's really great, the weather's really beautiful. And then I'll say something that's just completely out of left field. He'll be like, oh, today's really good to go watch for some aliens. Let's see if we can see any uh, – some space saucers today. And it's just like, oh, Psychic Bob, you do you. <laughs> I thought I thought yeah. for the long, I thought for this little bit you said um, Silent Bob and I was going to make a joke like, oh, did he finally catch Bart? And then like you said um, Psychic Bob and I was Psychic like, oh, Bob. my joke is ruined. Yeah. That's why I said did Silent Bob become a mage now? That's why – that, that was the joke I said. Oh. You know, oh, I get, I get, I get it now. I thought, yeah, I thought you were saying it was like he casts spells. Yeah. <laughs> so should, like, should, you should have said silent, You should have said, "Did Silent Bob become a psychic now?" That would have worked better. Well, but... Mage has those powers. I'm sure in D and D. No, 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 it doesn't. You, you're you're mm-hmm. stupid. Is he? Is he keep talking so panting? Okay, so like my roommate apparently watches ASMR videos occasionally. Like she is the uh, more I talk to her, the more I find out that like she watches all that YouTube drama stuff, and like she is like patient Mm -hmm. zero as far as like YouTuber like YouTube fans go. Mm -hmm. Like she just eats up all of it, and then I find out she watches an ASMR video to help fall asleep, in which it is a kidnap role play. (laughs) Yeah, those exist. (laughs) Oh. I don't know how it works or anything like that, but I just found that really fascinating, and I like telling that fact. You know, if you uh, set up two – okay, I got two microphones here, and – well, not not right now, but if you set up two microphones and you have them on at the same time and each Where goes – would be? Yeah, each is – one is left ear, one is right ear. You can do some pretty good uh-huh. ASMR stuff, you know. I've always I've always wanted to, like, record a video with, with a binaural recording hmm. just, just to see how it is. That will, it would be annoying unless you're doing the ASMR thing, but yeah, it would be pretty cool. All right, this is the ASMR part of the podcast. <laughs> hey guys, how you doing? What's hey, going, going on? 
Softer, softer, baby. Softer. What's going on? And talk like you're masturbating and you don't want your mom to hear. Shut up! Everyone. <laughs> Hi, it's me. Yeah. Everyone, get in the back of my van. This is a kidnapping. I'm kidnapping on you. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Don't, don't hurt me. Oh, man. Don't hurt me, James. James, 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 mm-hmm. kiss me in the mouth. Uh, hang on, hang on. <laughs> let me uh, let me get something here. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Soft sounds. Soft, gentle sounds. Guess whose cum that was. And uh, this ends the ASMR portion of the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Well, guys, guys, did we just get interrupted by some kind of weird podcast or what happened? Like, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> I mean, we can also have a jo- people in the comments are saying, hey, we can have a joy jerk off session, you know? <laughs> Where it's like jerk off it's instructions. Like the, it's like it's like the it's like the guys... yummy yummy pizza thing. Hmm. Wait, wait what? That? Yummy pizza thing? What? It's where it's where it's this video of like these guys dressed up in like ninja costumes, except they're all made out of duct tape, oh, like green duct tape and stuff. Oh. And it's a circle jerk on a pizza, and it's like it's like obviously <gasps> like a can of ranch or something. <laughs> oh. Um, and meanwhile, the song go- it goes yummy, 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 yummy no. pizza. No, yummy, I yummy. I know that video. No thank I've you. I've seen it. Why? Why have? Why does that video exist? And why have you guys seen that video? <laughs> I, I think the better question is what video haven't we seen, and why? Because that's probably better than the stuff. We- Sad, terrible. But um, the world is amazing. <laughs> Remember the, the 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 Ninja Turtles porn parody, funded by April O'Neil herself. I don't. I, oh, um, there's this company called um, Wood Rocket. Rocket something. Wood Rocket. Wood Rocket, and they like they've been doing a lot of like parody stuff, like uh, the Muddy Muff Pounders instead <laughs> of Power Rangers, and uh, the Teen Ten Inch Mutant Ninja Turtles, and like they're, they're clearly not like actually like things you're gonna watch because you care about porn. So like it's it's all kind of like it's 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 humor, so it's subjective. But a lot of it is like really funny. Like the trailer is great. It's on YouTube. Like the funniest thing I've ever heard is Splinter being like, "And I'm a furry." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, but it's just I, I, I love i honestly legitimately love porn stars because they're they just like having fun they don't care just <laughs> do whatever one of my favorites is asa akira because she was on of course and she's just going with it and she just keeps making jokes about the industry and stuff she was really funny <laughs> let's get asa akira on the podcast shout out hashtag asa akira ppp i don't know who that is yay I had a I had a porn star follow me on Twitter one time. Whoa. Not even like a bot, like a real one. Oh, which one? Um, I didn't look up her name. Oh, because oh. like you be, I mean, like it's one of those things where we don't realize this, but like so many people watch YouTube stuff, not just like quote unquote normies, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so like every like bigger um like bigger I, I don't want to say celebrity or influencer because it's <laughs> dumb words, but like. You know, I, I mean, I mean, a lot of people that are into that stuff, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh yeah, I watch John Tron," or "Oh yeah, I watch so and so," and I'm like, "Really?" Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I, if for whatever reason, I want to believe that people that do things are above YouTube, but no, everyone just. Like, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean that makes sense. Yeah, um, Mary Kate and Ashley probably watch Fuller House review and laugh because everybody hates Fuller House, even oh. like fans of the old show. I like Fuller House. I don't know why. It's 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 a it's an illness. Oh,
it is an illness, oh. you should get checked for it. Oh my god, okay. guys, hang on, update. Uh, there's, I see there's a Twitter where people are chanting, we want the sauce at outside of McDonald's. Sweet. Wait, you guys want sauce? No, I want Szechuan sauce. Where's my Szechuan sauce? I'm Tickle Rick! What was up with Dump Dump? I'm Tickle Rick! What the heck? <laughs> what? <laughs> did, did, you, did you guys see that guy? Yeah, I got the whole video. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. Wow. <laughs> oh my god, let it Make your okay. own teriyaki sauce, no. Jesus Christ. No. Right. Okay, okay. Even if you're protesting, you're not going to get the sauce today. Shit. Like, they, they, they you know, they, they ship the stuff. Yeah. They're not going to, like, go in the back of the kitchen and make it, package, and do all the things. Like, you're just not going to get it. <laughs> uh, someone in the Twitter says, apparently some people jumped the counter and stole a handful of Szechuan sauces. I, I don't know if that's true or not, so you know, take that for a grain of salt, but I want to believe. <laughs> they stole the entire stash, then. <laughs> yeah. Look, you can only carry yeah, like, a handful. All 20 of them. You know, no one's carrying like a. Listen, guys, listen, we're just not smart enough to understand their method. You know, have you ever <laughs> seen a photo online of someone dipping their balls in Szechuan sauce? That was messed up. I saw uh, that. What? Nothing. <laughs> so, moving on, um, did you guys know that. I'd, uh, I'd kill a man for some Hot Cheetos asteroids. Just, just buy cheap Hot Cheeto puffs. They're no, the same thing. I want the one in the canister. You know, those are cool. Put it in a thermos. Who cares? <laughs> I want a, you know what? I want a Fenton thermos, you know, like Danny Phantom. Like, they should make that a real product, a Fenton thermos. Like, God Topic should sell that. Have you guys seen it. Have you guys seen Rick and Morty? Like, the whole third season? Oh, yeah. I, thought, I love the just present saw, episode. I the finale. And also, the YouTube channel I follow that post war at the time post a divorce scene from that season that was pretty cool. Uh. <laughs> so, like, I don't know how I feel about season three of Rick and Morty. Like... I, I like that it's all like th there's like an ongoing storyline going yeah. throughout each episode. That's cool. But um, does it feel like the show is just kind of like trying really hard to impress at this point? I feel like the problem is like shows at a certain point when they start getting really popular, start buying the hype and they start catering to what the people like about the show, about mm -hmm. that show instead of what actually made it good. Mm -hmm. I think – People, people have been complaining that like there wasn't enough story that, that they, they didn't really do the storyline. There was just like the divorce storyline and then the evil Morty storyline that like was only in there for like one episode and then all the rest were filler. Mm -hmm. But I think if you look back on like the first and second season, Rick and Morty has been mostly filler. You know. Well, uh, okay, we got we got to like dis describe what filler means because like a lot of people tend to use filler as like some kind of word for less than good. Um, well, filler as in it doesn't drive the the main arc forward, you know? Right, but up until um, this season, there wasn't a arc. There wasn't, like, a ongoing storyline ever. Each episode was episodic. Mm -hmm. You're right. Like, the, uh, the only, I think the only thing that was, like, close to a, a storyline was uh, the, the government of Ricks or whatever. I don't fucking yeah, know what that shit's about. Ricks, but, yeah. The Citadel. Yeah. And then the, the, the evil Morty introduced... And then right. Okay. Because they they like occasionally would hint at like future things, mm -hmm. but then like they would also the next episode not address it. And it wasn't until 
um, the Cronenberg episode and then the the first improv TV show episode in which they acknowledge mm-hmm. something that happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Like like yeah. before that, before that point, literally any episode could have been a what if or, um, you know, nothing was canon to each other. Yeah, right. And even in the even now, puppy uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole <laughs> is now like you can if you look in the background, you can see where. Um, he's actually was a character we just had not seen up until that point. Um, cause, cause there's like pictures of him, um, with yeah. the family and such. So like he exists, like it wasn't like just a one-off joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I guess my biggest issue with the current season is, oh, oh no, no. I wanted to specify with the evil Morty thing. If anyone really thought, uh, that they were going to jump back to it so soon. It took them a season and a half before they even addressed him again. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like it, you expected him this soon. The only way I could see you thinking that is if you watch film theory, where Dan <laughs> Harmon literally states that evil Morty is going to be in the episode. And that was really upsetting because I, because I don't watch film theory very often because Matt Pat's awful as far as I just don't mm-hmm. enjoy his personality. And in that video, I was like, Oh, Dan Harmon's in this. Cool. And then Dan Harmon's like, oh, if you want to find out about Evil Morty, uh, check out this episode. It airs now. And then it's like, oh. Spoiler alert, yeah. That's a lie. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's just kind of like, uh, I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm honestly, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm sick of these, all these cartoons attempts at serialization. Because it all seems to be the same thing. Like, it's sort of like the Sherlock syndrome where, hey, do you want to see this cool, interesting thing happen? Stay, stick around and you'll see it happen. And then... It like kind of like does a half committal payoff where it's like, oh, well, uh, that's not I mean, that sort of happened, but you should stick around and then you'll see something else happen. And Mm -hmm. it goes on constantly. There's no sense of resolution. There's no there's Uh, no there's no definitive end to any of the arcs that are ever made. It's just sort of a uh, sort of like half committal. Oh, this is going to keep happening eventually. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that all shows or like a lot of things do that? Where it's well, like us I mean, watching. Well, no, no, it's not. It's like it's like there's a definitive end to an arc, and then sure, they start right. a new story. Here, it's like they have sort of half ended, half like half heartedly ended, because like the Council of Bricks is still around, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean yeah. they built the evil Morty is now like the 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 leader of the, the Civilian Flags. Yeah. So so the so the Council of Bricks things is still going. It's but it's just oh, we added a new character. What's going to happen next? Because like this. Because in the first, the season three opener, I saw the beginning and the end of the season three, and it was like, oh, well, uh, the Citadel's gone, so we have we can do new stuff now. But now it's like, oh, we brought back Evil Rick, I mean Evil Morty, and he's going to take over the Citadel now. So it's like they sort of ended it, but they brought it back again, and they're sort of half sticking to it, which is what a lot of cartoons have been doing recently, like uh, Steven Universe, Adventure Time, uh, basically anything that has a plot from like the 2010s. It's sort of like this half committal. Oh, well, that sort of ended, but it might come back. You'll have to stick around and find out. And then they keep trying new things and all, and they just like, it's just like so half-hearted and it's like, I, I don't care anymore. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause I know it's never going to end until it ends. And when it does end, it's just going to be completely unsatisfying. Mm-hmm. I, I trust the Rick and Morty team to make it satisfying though. Here's my biggest issue with season three is that all the characters are unlikable now. Like, I feel like everyone's yeah. an asshole. Um, and don't get me wrong. Uh, Beth is the most interesting she's ever been after the like the last yeah. two episodes. Yeah. Um, but that's not because of her personality. It's just because of the situation she's in. Um, Jerry's basically the same. So you, you can either like him or you don't. But like Morty's definitely like shifting into a more cynical character. 
and that that's necessary for his growth. But at where he's at right now, it just isn't like as enjoyable to watch as that like opened eye, bushy tailed version of him from season right. one. Right, you're right. Um, would you would you want would you guys want to watch season four? Where would you be interested in when the fourth season comes out? I'm in this deep. In like 40 years from now, I'm sure it'll come out. Yeah, I I think that's one. There's like drawbacks and perks to these really long hiatuses where it's like on one hand, it's like people could get interested in jump ship completely, but then on the other, like people, if like they'll they might forget about the stuff yeah. that happened and they'll be like, oh yeah, I, I vaguely remember yeah, some yeah. of the details, and they'll come back and then be disappointed again. Hmm. Hmm. Also, it'd be nice if they uh, start like, um, I no, I, I was gonna say that it feels like they haven't been really using the portal gun that often, but they did in the Mad Max episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and then I guess the um, the one where they go to the relaxation thing, but um, I don't know. It seems very like very it, with with, uh, with it being more focused on the characters themselves. It seems like we're staying closer to home yeah. more. I don't know. It, no. It's in a it's in a thing where it's like it's it's evolving. That's what that's what Dan Harmon does. You know, he tries to uh, go through and figure out what what was the best things of the previous season and move forward. And let's just hope that's going in a positive direction. You know, mm-hmm. like no one on the thing is writing things to make it worse. They're they're just trying to do the thing. And um, here's hoping that they listen to fan feedback. I, I feel like fan feedback, though, to an extent, is also a problem because. While it is good to get feedback from people, I feel like fan feedback is such like a double-edged sword because on one hand, you know, they're the ones financing your show in the end. They're the ones keeping you employed. But on the other hand, there there are some fans who probably don't understand like the real core appeal of the show or like understand why it's so good. And because there are like, there's like, like. I think I think of shows like Planets where there are levels to like the appeal of a show, and I'm not trying to be pretentious, even though I don't sound like it. But like, there's like a surface level appeal, and then the, the deeper you go, there's a core appeal to it, which like really sticks with you, and like really keeps keep, like that really sticks with you. And I feel like a lot of people just like look at Rick and Morty's surface level appeal, and it's like, oh ha, funny Back to the Future, Spaceman dude, and then like the core appeal is like, I mean, what do you guys think the core appeal of Rick? And because I'm not qualified to really. Well, when I first started watching it, I was like, I liked how it was just parodying all these elements that were so overdone in sci-fi and stuff. So I guess that mm-hmm. just Rick's. That's just that's the dialogue, true. yeah. I mean, like the dialogue and yesterday. Well, I think of I think yesterday I just saw the uh, president episode where uh, the finale. By the way, yeah, the finale. The finale. I thought that was a really funny episode, and that had a lot. And my favorite parts were just Rick being an asshole to the president and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, like that. That would felt very much like a season one esque episode. Mm-hmm. Um, except for at the very end, there's like this like three minutes of this tacked on plot line uh, that like kind of like the arcs don't really work very well in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like as far as like the traditional hero's journey goes. Because um, it, it just usually Rick and Morty's best is, is at its best when the character's motivation arc also correlates with the um, the arc of the show of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was like an example where it's just kind of like Rick didn't change to like course correlate with the plot. It just it happened. They told him and. Um, it also felt like with them going, hey, it's going to be like season one. You could tell that like by the end of the, the season, Dan Harmon and the writers were just kind of like, 
okay, I don't think this worked as well as we thought it was going to. Yeah, I guess it was an experiment that failed on their ass. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel like that's a that's a fair point. I I do commend them for trying new stuff and you know having the having just I mean if that is I I don't like meta a lot usually unless it's really subtle and like has a point. Mm-hmm. I, that joke at the end rubbed me the wrong way, but when you put it like that, I feel more into it. Like, oh, okay, I could see how that that's what they meant by it. Hmm. I mean, that's just my assumption because it's like out of nowhere, you know, we just finished the season. The very last note they say is, hey, you know, we're going back to what it was. It's going to be different yeah. than, uh, okay, this is what's going to happen. If it's anything like any any other show Dan Harmon's worked on, he's going to say he's going to change. And then it's going to fall. It's the first two episodes of the next season. It's going to be that. And then immediately it's going to go back into what it's going to do if it's anything like Community. Because commun- there's a lot of like similarities between how these seasons are going with season three of Community being one of the darkest. Yeah. Because they, like, they were trying really hard to like up the ante, do more uh, story-based stuff. And then immediately they're like, crap, this is, you know, you jump into season five. We're like, all right, we're trying to reset this. Go back to go back where we were. And then immediately episode three, they're already back into season three again. <laughs> you just don't like the uh, storylines, I guess. Is that what it is? Or I, No, I, mean, I like the storylines. I think my biggest issue is the fact the characters are unlikable right now. Oh. Like they're just assholes. Well, you, I mean, they're. I, I can see why. Well, they're developing and just like they're in a horrible place right now. So I guess I can understand why. One line in the second to last episode where Beth was like, am I a bad person? And then Rick said like, no, you're smart. And I just kind of cringed a little bit because... Because uh, there's like a lot of like a lot of the fans think they're like the, when we were joking saying that, oh, you have to be intelligent to watch Rick and Morty. Like some people unironically think that. And so then when Rick was like, you're not a bad person. You're just smart. And it's just I don't know. I cringed well, at that part and made me just like Rick a bit. You know, there's so someone there, there'll be someone on like Tumblr or something just getting that quote and like getting that screenshot with that quote on the bottom and making it black and white and then posting it. And it's like, yeah. this is me. <laughs> Yeah, the, but the problem is I can't tell if that's I, I can't tell if that if that's the show's internal logic or if that's something the writers legitimately believe. Right, like that could be just yeah. Rick. It doesn't have to be the writer speaking as Rick. Yeah, yeah but the, that's that's the problem. You need you need somebody to play off Rick like that, and they don't do that until season three finale. And even then, we still don't know whether or not like it, it, I don't can't tell if the show's identifying with Rick or like going against him. Right to a certain yeah. degree because. I, I, on surface level, I'm inclined to say, oh, this show's finally getting Rick has come up. I think, do you remember, do you remember Pickle Rick, that one? Do you remember at the very end when he was at the therapist and then the therapist kind of just like schooled him and, and told him that he needs to take care of himself? I like, I really liked that episode and the internet kind of ruined it because making Pickle Rick a little bit of a meme. Oh. But I, I really liked that episode because, uh, he's saying like, no, Rick, you're wrong when it comes to the, the, the self-help or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's just like with the show as it is now, it's I think the their methods of writing is different because with the first two seasons, the mm-hmm. show wasn't big. Like most likely they probably had they probably were already midway through season two while season one was airing. Mm-hmm. And just because of how productions go. And then now with season three, there's a lot that's changed, like to the point to where like Dan Harmon's divorce is now featured at the end of every episode. Yeah, the uh, after credits, like you had that claymation thing with the, you know, right before it says, you know, crap, the production studio thing, the logos at the end, you know. Yeah, the, you know that? 
the splash card. It's uh, it's yeah. now. It was before it was him and his wife claymation, and now it's him laying at the couch, sad, while dogs are kind of like sitting around him. It's uh, hmm. it's it, it really it kind of shows there's been a change within behind the scenes, not just like Dan Harmon's personal life, but like you know there is a difference of time that's passed between the first two seasons and the third, and now they're writing to impress fans. Like they they have an audience, and they feel like they're. I think they might be like trying to write grander and sometimes the show feels like it's up its own ass because mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. And there is a lot of talk in the episodes about smart and like validating the character. And someone in the comment section said something really, really good. It's uh, that the writers keep saying that Rick isn't right, but they never ever in the episodes show Rick being wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I think that's a good way to put it. It's, it's, it feels like, again, it feels like half committal, like, um, it feels like a internal power struggle between the writers, I think, because mm-hmm. when you have when you have a big staff like that, you know, it need a director to like unify everything and like get get the shit together, essentially. And that's a lot of shows don't seem to really have that these days, from what I've been told and what I've observed. Mm-hmm. Cause like, obviously there's a director. Yes. But there's like in showrunners and stuff, but it never feels like it feels like a very, uh, powwowy like oh everybody's voice is like welcome or whatever and it's like kind of like you can't have that when you're making a show like this you need to you need to be able to put your foot down and say like no uh you we need to do it this way and we need to have this have it go this way because when you have a a big staff of writers and you don't have somebody like writing the ship then you know it's gonna fall apart you're gonna have conflicting characters and you're gonna like have to deal with like fixing all that later and it just seems like something like that's been recent more than anything Mm -hmm. um and someone mentioned in the comment section about the the women fiasco um apparently there was it what's up i think that's stupid i don't think that affects anything there was a they have like women writers in the rick and morty team now Mm -hmm. women men i don't care i care about their credentials that's it so i was gonna say yeah but apparently, and I don't think that's. I mean, it's like, were people complaining that that's cha- That's what was wrong with season three? Because I don't yeah, think the, they added women to the the cast, yeah. and so the, the only way I'd see women being a problem is if like uh, if it's like a show that's specifically about like something that they weren't qualified to write about, or like, or rather the inverse of it. If it was a feminist show and then men writers, then I'd be like, okay, that could be a problem. Or if it's like something like that, but this is literally just oh, these these are all writers and they happen to be. It's just sort of like. I don't see. I don't see the big deal. I don't think it was a political. Yeah. It's just like that's who they hired. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I guess technically Rick lost in the last episode because Jerry won. Yeah. But like it Jerry, feel, it doesn't feel like it. Well, because there was no. It wasn't part of the actual conflict of the episode. It was that extra tacked on two minutes and made it into a finale, where all of a sudden Jerry, who did nothing in the episode, won. Mm-hmm. That like he literally did nothing. He he, he was a. He was less of a character in that episode and more of a plot device. Well, to be fair, the one, I think the one thing that somebody pointed out that I thought was like, oh, that's a good point to bring up is Beth literally threw herself sexually onto Jerry, but instead of taking advantage of it like he would have, he decided to actually help her and help her understand. But I can't really comment on that that much because, again, I've only seen the season premiere and finale. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, no, I feel- that, that's pretty solid. That's that's a good, good way of looking at it. So, like, that, that was a... Um, that was a good uh, character. I think that was a good like character. 
that like a good character arc for Jerry was that like he mm-hmm. this time apart from uh, Beth helped him learn how not to be a complete and total tool. And but on the other hand, it's like, you know, will that stick? Will he still be the same character by the end of it? You know, mm-hmm. stick around for season four, whenever that is. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> yeah. So now there's a now there's a video of inside the freaking McDonald's of people really chanting, "We want the sauce." It's getting worse. Yes, like the, 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 we're bringing you the, the coverage live on this stream. Like, what what's going on with McDonald's situation? I can't believe that. Like, oh shit, that that's uh, there's gonna be a riot. Oh man. About a limited edition sauce. Okay, is, is um okay? Will McDonald's get the sauce first, or will Puerto Rico get water first? What, what, what will happen first? I want to know. Um, Puerto Rico. I don't know. Our president could be out there golfing while we're, we're we have oh, a yes. shortage of a uh, fucking Szechuan sauce here. Yeah, Trump. Damn why it. aren't you helping what us with Szechuan? This is the everybody word. on the everybody on the podcast tweet to Donald Trump. Um, fix the Szechuan. Give us um, the sauce. We voted for you for a reason. Damn it! By the time this comes out, do you think? There's like gonna be any updates with the, the oh, sauce? Man. What do you think is gonna happen in the next two weeks? Oh shit, you're right. Not... If if there no, well if there is like we have two weeks, Pan can just edit in like a uh, a disclaimer, like with a Microsoft yeah. name saying the sauce has been recovered, crisis mm-hmm. averted. We found it. We <laughs> sauce for everyone all across the world. <laughs> it's gonna be like the the parade scene in Batman '89 where Joker's on a parade and he's just throwing sauce at everyone. Although it's like hose <laughs> and it's like oddly phallic and he's just spraying sauce on everybody and it's just sexualized to hell. But uh <laughs> God. I think that's all for the news. Yeah. I don't uh, what happened. I don't I don't this well, this past couple Bob's Burgers is getting that... a movie in twenty twenty. Eh. Oh that little I don't know, it's like is that show gonna well, run like, that uh, long? Is it gonna be animated? Yeah, I, I'm assuming it's going to be animated. I assume so, unless they just get the actors and just have them in live action. That'd be messed up. Cool. Teen, Teen Titans Go is getting a movie. Oh, yeah, Teen Titans Go, the theatrical movie for next year on 2018. Like, wow. Yeah. I wonder how, I wonder how far along it is. Do they actually like, have like storyboard or so? Do you think they're still like writing the script? up with an idea they're probably like oh shit we gotta that's coming out 2018 shit uh, write the script hurry go 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 i mean like it's just craft supposed to get a movie what's coming to movie what craft supposed to get a movie craft i hear was that just a rumor minecraft (laughs) i don't know if that's still happening they, I well, they, they've made a bunch of lore for it they might as well just make a movie be done with it weren't they making a five nights at freddy's movie it's it's yeah. like it's in development hell. I'm pretty sure oh. it was originally going to be by Warner Brothers, and then Five Nights at Freddy's died down. Oh shit, we can't work with this. Okay, because I I remember I saw like I someone making like a like I think it was the prop department who worked on um, uh, Trick or Treat and uh, what's that Christmas movie, Krampus, the Krampus yeah. movie. It's like oh that'll be cool. I mean I don't mm-hmm. care about Five Nights at Freddy's, but I would love to see that movie with the the effects. You know like just. Yeah, you know, just Five Nights at Freddy in real life—that'd be pretty cool. Even though I don't care about the games, but seeing the mechanics in real life would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I guess maybe it's not happening. Who knows? 
I hate the Five Nights at Freddy games, but I so would be down for a live action movie. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. No, it's just uh, I think the games are really bad because they're they're clearly they're not good games. Like they're more frustrating than fun. First, I think the first one is a fun game, but then they just copy and paste the formula and make it actively worse as time goes on. I don't know. I just I just didn't think it was like scary. I thought it was just more frustrating and anxiety. I guess I guess that's what scary is. But um, about yeah, the story is interesting. What's that? I was gonna I was gonna say like I I get that. I think I had everything talked about it. How that the bit like it was just a jump scare every single time. So you knew it was going to happen every single yeah. time. It was just a jump paper scare. bag simulator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that was kind of an era where, like, a lot of indie games were going this, like, um, I used a term for it. I made up one. Uh, spectator games. They were, they were all spectator. You know, you had I Am Bread, Five Nights at Freddy's, um, the, the dating sim games where, uh, you know, it's not, they're not really fun games. You know, they're not really, some of them aren't even games. They're just okay. things for someone to react to. They're fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, okay. but they're not fun to play. That. And that's, like, perfect for YouTube, isn't it? Yeah, that's it's great. Except for that, also doesn't make the game developers money, oh. <laughs> like Finance of Freddy's did, because people were buying well, them I mean, to play them. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think I think it like a, a let's player playing a video isn't gonna make the or playing a video game isn't gonna make the developer any money. But it's like free marketing, which is uh, invaluable, which is gonna make the game way mainstream, and then people making merch and and buying the game itself. Mm-hmm. Right, but these people were made so so busy with the idea of like mm-hmm. people finding the game through let's players that they weren't actually making good games, uh, and yeah. like you can see that with I Am Bread did horribly. Like it it didn't sell at all. It was popular for like like two or three weeks, mm-hmm. but no mm-hmm. one was going and buying because what's the point? That's true. I didn't buy it. Yeah, <laughs> nobody buys games anymore. We just watch them, you know. Yeah, which makes me think of uh, a tour the tourism button the tourism mode in games thing. Yeah. I think I brought that up a while back. Well, I would love for a model viewer for video games or just like, I don't know, just like well, some games did have that though. Like I remember Jack two and three had, a model uh, I mean like a where you could look at stuff. uncharted the three or was it the special? Yeah. The special edition on PS4 for uncharted one through three collection. Um, they have a mode where you pause the game and you can look around, but the problem is you're stuck locked around Nathan Drake and you can only go so far when you look around it's like, oh, well, that's not, this ain't fun. Give me full power, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, the problem with that is um, the way certain games are built is that they'll load chunks. Of, like, since oh, yeah, the yeah, games yeah. are so big, they'll load chunks of the level and then they'll unload them the farther you get from certain places. Like, oh, yeah. that's how that's how the Sonic games work is that they load certain parts of the level at certain mm-hmm. checkpoints. Yeah. And uh, if you don't, if you miss that checkpoint, like, which is really, it's really hard to do. But you can do it. It's possible. Like the level won't load, and you are just walking on like coding, basically. <laughs> yeah. Where I mean, you're just walking on invisible hitboxes. There's this uh, okay. There's this one good YouTube uh, web series called Boundary Break, where they take the camera. Oh, uh-huh, I've seen yeah, that. Yeah, they take the camera of like a 3D game and they move it around while the character stays in place. And it's like you see how a lot of strange development things go on behind the scenes that you don't think about. And it's like, wow, this is really fascinating for video just how games are made and just limitations oh. they do like undertale apparently every frame of animation has like 118 errors or something what 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like someone like called him out on it. It's like, hey, what's up with this? So there's like a little um, like code window that pops up and like brings up all these like notes that are like issue, issue, issue. And like he's just like, I don't know how to code games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently Undertale was coded very poorly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then again, the game is like, honestly, I don't want to like sound like a pretentious fuck, but the game is really complicated because like there's so many fucking variables that change just through a single action. So I'd imagine that it's super hard to keep track. And I, and like, as an artist, like when I draw, like I don't always keep my layers clean and I always have a bunch of layers that probably I don't need, but I have them anyway. So it's like, I kind of relate in a sense. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean like I've been working with character rigs lately and for a while there, um, it was one of those things where it's like, oh man, I have to keep everything on the same layer and such. But it's like, no, there's points where I delete things, cut off sections, move it around. Um, uh, sometimes I delete feet because they're not in the shot. You know, like it's just a bunch of stuff that like it. There's no right or wrong. Well, yeah. there's there's it's wrong hard. ways of doing yeah. stuff, but no one cares as long as the Close. the end result I mean, is good. Same. Yeah. Same. Like I don't I don't label my layers because <laughs> um, yeah. I think like there's I mean when I'm making art I'm like. This is probably unconventional and nobody other no one else probably does this technique, but I do it. So it works. So I guess this will do like if I although if I were to ever make a tutorial, I'm sure I'll be getting people saying, yeah, you know, you could just do this instead of that, you idiot. Oh, I, I have that teaching. Yeah. Like I, I teach uh, like intro to 2D animation and like uh, from my I don't upgrade flash. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't used animated until this point where I have this NDA project. Before, I've been stuck with CS6. So there's a bunch of these changes. And, like, you know, one student's like, oh, couldn't you just do this? And I'm like, I not in the version I'm playing with, you know. Granted, I teach mostly the principles animation, and I don't teach Flash-specific stuff. Mm-hmm. So, because like, it's one of those things where I'd rather for people to know how to, like, actually frame-by-frame frame animate and then apply tweens and all that other crap yeah. versus I, people I, who only know how to tween, and then but they don't know how to make it look good. Yeah, I was. That's that's basically what my class was the exact opposite. Where my teacher only taught me tween. So he taught me the principles, but he only taught me mm-hmm. to apply them to tweens. And I was like, I have to learn hand drawing animation by myself, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I was well, like, and it was like good class, GG. <laughs> well, it's just one of those things where, like, okay, if I show you the shortcuts without showing you the proper way, you won't appreciate the shortcut. Yeah, I know exactly. I get you. Yeah. You know, you but, gotta, learn, uh, so you like, gotta know the rules to break them. You know, yeah, I mean, that's one hundred percent it. Like, um, okay, so the NDA project I'm working on right now, there's a couple of shots where I'm reusing assets from a shot that I didn't use. So it's really funny to bring in their their like rig animation and then like see how their layers have completely changed, moved around, or like they they they've like like for example the arm and the hand they separated them and put them on separate layers versus like mine they're always the same layer. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very interesting to mix and match their their frames with mine and just seeing how drastically different everything is. Mm-hmm. It's super cool. I don't know. It's a nerdy thing. Yeah. Seeing people seeing people make art is always fascinating. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Or or well, I mean like like if it's just like a stream with like dumb music, then I'm not interested. But if like if it's like somebody actually talking about the process of making art, or they're like discussing something about art, then it's like hell yeah, I'm all for that. That's a, it's a good way to learn as well. I always like whenever I'm giving advice, I tell people to look at uh, how other people draw, so then they can get techniques and and figure out how other yeah. people do it. Mm. Like like pe- I, I see people like come up to me and be like, 
man, I feel really bad about my art. I feel like, you know, all these people improve and like do stuff and like they make great things. And then I, and then mm-hmm. it's just like, well, why don't you just ask them? Like, I mean, yeah. I, I feel like artists, like, you know, some of them don't like having conversations, obviously, but I feel like if you ask them a question, they would answer it. Mm-hmm. I, I asked yeah. this guy who did, like, I was doing a boxing commission, like commission, and I asked a guy on Twitter, I was like, hey, your boxing poses are really good. Like, can, do you have any advice? And he, he gave me some of the basic stuff, but he also said, like, reference boxing poses, like, try to see which ones work the best, Keep pay attention to the line of action. And I was like, that was really helpful. Thank you. So it's oh. like, so it's like, ask people. Like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, like, say no or anything. Or the worst we'll do is probably just not ignore you because we're busy, but. My advice would be ask the people who aren't the, the leads on projects and ask the people that worked on shows. That aren't like, you know, like are in the credits, but aren't like, you know, glorified because one, they're going to guarantee be really excited that someone noticed them. And so they're probably going to spend a lot more time with you, not only because they're excited that someone asked them, but also because they're not running around with their heads cut off because they're busy with all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. For um, people, people who aren't like showrunners or like um, big storyboard artists. For um, like people who do like a lot of the background stuff that you don't notice, like offhand, unless yeah. you look for it, like will probably be more inclined to answer you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever yeah. like heard, seen some behind the scenes thing and heard like some really contrived way to do something? Because I remember I was watching like I, I forget some info about I I think it was for some NES game, and I think it was who's that guy who programmed NES Golf, I believe. You know, um, Iwata. Iwata. I, th- I think it was Iwata, but, but basically, like, wait, 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 wait. That's that's what your frame of fre- your frame of reference for Iwata. <laughs> was it the guy or someone who made Kirby? I don't remember, but essentially, the point was it's not, it's, Nintendo Golf NES Golf was a uh, Satoru. I remember because the Switch has a uh, Easter egg where if you um, hold the Joy Cons and like do Iwata's uh, "Please Understand" or "Thank You" motion. It'll play a Satori Wada sound bit, and you can play the golf game because that's the game he first programmed, I uh, think. But okay, I think it was that or Kirby. But essentially, like, um, they didn't have a keyboard, so they had to like click on every text, every piece of like. Well, there was like a virtual keyboard on screen, so they had to use the mouse to just like click on the letters and everything to type every single bit of coding ever. And it's like, oh, that sucks. But the, the I, I remember they said something like, oh. It, isn't it normally how you're supposed to do this? They, they didn't know computers were new, so you know they were dumb. <laughs> By the way, Kirby was Sakura, the guy. The guy does Sakurai. 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 Yeah, Sorry. one of those. It was um, some some oh. did you know video, you know? Who, who, like um, everybody. I know yeah. um, Pan and uh, Izzy know, but James, do you know about Masahiro Sakurai to an extent? Um, I might. Who is he? He's he he's the Super Smash Bros. Uh, director and um, invented Kirby and stuff. Guy who made Super Smash Bros. And created Kirby. Yeah. yeah. Can can we just talk about for a second why Masahiro Sakurai makes some just fucking like design decisions? He 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 makes How so? he makes really weird fucking decisions in games. Like he took he takes out the uh the like first player single player mode in uh um Smash Bros. Four because I want fans to be able to experience like the uh cutscenes as a reward. So instead of doing that, he just makes them CGI trailers online, and it's like instead he puts in a, a shitty board game that's like worse, like Mario Party, <laughs> and it's like, 
why? Why would you do that? Like, I think people play the adventure mode because they wanted to play the adventure mode. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, the, the big thing was, uh, well, the big thing was he didn't want um, people going on YouTube and watching the cutscenes. But so. but the he does the CGI trailers. They're doing the exact same thing. He didn't want them doing anyway. Yeah. Well, it just I I wanted a story mode. I enjoyed the story mode. I, I did I, too. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of friends in real life, like you know, like <laughs> at low. I don't have a lot of friends that like I actually with. bring over and do couch co-op. So like, I like having an intimate single-player experience, and I like games that have single-player experiences. So like Splatoon, I really enjoy the fact that they added a single-player experience. You know, mm-hmm. like that makes me happy. Yeah, but but also he also does really weird like in-game stuff that makes no sense in um, Kid Icarus Uprising. There's this boss. It's after uh, the pyro dude, who's voiced by Troy Baker. Blessed be to him, uh, who um, like gets possessed by these aliens, and you have to fight him. And like Pit can't jump regularly. He doesn't have a dedicated jump button. If you want to jump as Pit, you have to equip a weapon, like a slot item slot to him, so he can jump. But there's an attack that you have to avoid by jumping. So the solution to this is. Um, you have to run to the jump pad in the middle of the arena to jump, like a spring, basically. So mm-hmm. my question is, why the fuck would you make an attack you have to avoid by jumping and, like, you can't do it instantaneously? Because the attack, like, the the wind-up is, like, a second. And, like, you, so you have a second to react before the attack launches and then a, another second or two before the, like, attack comes to your arena. But why, 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 God damn it. Why would you do that? Why? That's awful. That's terrible <laughs> game design. I don't understand why you would do that. And his games are like chock full of stuff like that. Like, like tripping. all these re- yeah, tripping. Well, tri- tripping. <laughs> the tripping in Smash Bros. I'm kind of with. Like, I feel like that should have been a function that could be turned off. But I always, I always thought of that as Sakurai just being a dick. Like he knew people would get upset by that, and he sort of has a halfway contempt to the Smash Bros. fan base, so he did that on purpose. At least that was my that was yeah. my reasoning for it, but. Then he also has like all these modes, like, huh? I said, I said, I do agree that should have been something that they turn off, but yeah, continue. Um, there, there was just like he just is, has all these asinine game design decisions, and then he like goes to the guy who wants to help balance, which he rightfully. Told. I'm not saying he shouldn't have, but on the other hand, he goes, "Have you made a game before?" And then I think of some of the stuff he's done. And I'm like, "Have you?" <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah. because again, again, all this design decision fucking weird mm-hmm. and he just and, and some of them are just don't make I, I just can't think of any logical reason why he would do it mm. but yeah hey. I, despite you exclusively yeah. you, so, just maybe, to you. like at, maybe, at the very yeah. end he just says fuck you Nolan <laughs> yeah <sighs> but um what were we talking about oh yeah I don't know Cuphead. Cuphead, yeah. Cuphead. Cuphead. What a cuckhead. <laughs> what yeah. Watch Cuckhead getting cucked. Yeah. Cuckhead by Satan. I think right? this is the first and only cartoon video game that people actually like. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, because there's like cell damage and all these other cartoony games, go go hypergrind, and they got mediocre reviews. But here's finally a game with style and substance after all these years. One. Wait, how the <laughs> fuck did you compare cell damage to 
Because cell damage is like sort of based around car- cartoons and stuff, you know, it has that rubber band physics. Right, but it's not animated in the same sense. Yeah, it's, 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 it's still it's, stylized. It's still shaded 3D. It's still stylized around cartoons and, and the aesthetic, you know. Let me let me let me go- double check this. Yeah, but like, it was the one. If I remember the game. It was supposed to be like Wacky Racers meets uh, Twisted Metal. You know, I made a video on it. I know, <laughs> I know, you did a video, but that's such a, like a weird that, that they're like so different in in style. Yeah, they're cartoons. Tone. Why not bring up Sly Cooper? Oh, okay, yeah, that that too. Which, by the way, did sell well. So that shit. Well, no, damn. it did not. It's uh, like. The Sly Cooper games have always sold like moderately okay to like mediocre. Like uh, Thieves in Time did not do well, but I attest that that was the wrong place at the wrong time because now all these platformers are coming back. Mm-hmm. So if Sly were to come back, it would have sold probably pretty well. But well, I'm just saying there's four of them. Like it, it didn't. It, I mean, it's not a failure by any regard compared to like Cell Damage, which got like okay. I was thinking about doing like a top ten cartoony video games, and I'm like okay, what. What justifies a cartoony video game? Like, I mean, Mario yeah. is cartoony, but I'm I'm speaking of like cartoon exactly. stuff, you know. Like, I I think uh, I think what I think what you should do is like specifically a cart a game that emulates the aesthetics of a cartoon, yeah. like a traditionally animated cartoons. Like, while Mario is cartoony, it's not actively emulating the aesthetics of a cartoon. Yeah. Right, like I think a better comparison for Cuphead would be Skullgirls. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Even though Skullgirls is made by a pervert weeb. Don't be mean to Alex the Hutt. He drew me a wave bird and forgot to draw breasts, so, you know. <laughs> why don't you just ask, uh, why don't you just make sure he drew breasts? Why didn't you say beforehand, oh yeah, please give her big titties. You know? Or uh, how about Hollow Knight? That one's also frame by frame. You mean animated. Shovel Knight? No, Hollow Knight. What the fuck is Hollow Knight? How do you, okay. I don't um, know every game Knight ever is... made in the history of the universe. I, I just really like the company, and they occasionally, like, talk to me on Twitter. It's nice. Oh, I see. They, made, um, they, they wrapped up Hollow Knight so they get a, a gold star in my book. <laughs> they did. They did, actually. Hollow Knight is this, like, um, Castlevania, Metroidvania-style hmm. game where you explore the underground, and you're a little bug, and it's really adorable. And <laughs> it's, like, it, it's like an adorable... Like, if Tim Burton stuff was actually cute. I like how we, we still don't know how don't have a name for Castlevania or Metroidvania. Like we don't have a proper name. We just call it Metroidvania. That's a proper name. I mean, it's like if we call platformers it, Sonic Sonarios. No, Somari. Yeah. Why don't we just call first person shooters, uh, doom and eyes or something, you know, <laughs> Doofenstein. I, I, I feel like they should be called like adventure RPGs or okay, something okay. like that, or like all first-person shooters will now be called Doominsteins. There. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. Doominsteins. Yeah. Fuck everyone. We, we, we all agree. The whole world. Um. Yeah. Hmm. Race car games. What, what do we call race racing games? Um. Uh. Karting. Mar. Kart. Carturismo? Carturismo. <laughs> yes, all racing games are now called Carturismo games. <laughs> oh, by the way, you don't feel like we're like overshadowing you, James, do you? Yeah. What do you mean? No, it's fine. Oh, well, let's, well, no, let's like, talk about James. Yeah. James. Izzy, is, is 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 I like how you, how you asked James specifically, and yet every other guest we've ever had, other 
never asked. Look, we've got a million subscribers. We got to make the use out of them. You know, <laughs> you gotta, we got to squeeze. Got to make me feel nice. We got someone in the comic session said, "Poor odd one." Listen, out. I did not. I did not ask the odd ones out to be on because subscriber count. I asked him on because I thought he was nice and because I'm a good in person. I have a question for you, James. Go for it. How do you feel about sparking what appears to be a trend amongst uh, story time slash animation channels in which everyone has white skin, pure white skin? <laughs> as, 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 as pretentious as it sounds, I really like that I'm starting I'm, – I'm making kids put effort into their videos instead of just the, like the millionth Minecraft channel. You know? Yeah. Like I, I think I'm inspiring kids to like draw, which is a pat on the back. But yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, that was not my question. <laughs> I did not like to do that answer. What I, said. I am not Danger yeah, Dolan. <laughs> how do I feel about starting this new wave? Is that you're saying? Oh, well, it's it's just like this weird trend where like um, it seems oh, like everyone, skin. every other channel I've run across that's like animation is um is like the character is literally just like pure white. Like that, they don't. They don't fair, do skin tone I'm not, I'm not. I'm not shifting the blame or anything. But I got the white skin from Domix, so okay. <laughs> you should ask him. Now no, call to bring on. for Domix. <laughs> yeah. Delete your channel. Yeah. Unsubscribe. Was there an episode of the Beatles episode of Powerpuff Girls? Wasn't there a scene where Mojo says, "Well, they're asking him like, why are we buying buying stuff that's just white?" And Mojo says. Because it's all right, because it's all white. And it's like, um, <laughs> I mean, I think that's a Beatles reference. I think there was, there was. What? Uh, to clarify, when I say white, I don't mean as in Caucasian skin. I mean, as in, literally like, white, pure color. Yeah, white. literally. Yeah. Um, someone no, told me on Twitter that it was because um, the default color and flash behind everything is white. So that was just kind of, you know, it's white paper. So it's just a character that has no color. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know if it's like a lazy thing. It's just style. It, seems, it seems like an inclusive stylistic thing. Like they're blank, they're, they're blank slates <laughs> to project like yourself onto. That's the idea. I, I still shade my white skin, so I'm still going through and, and coloring it in white. They're technically you know? blue. I'm not leaving it. Yeah, they're blue. <laughs> okay, Pan. <laughs> shut, shut up. Look, white people are, are peach skinned, so it, nothing makes sense. Although, so I have my characters, they're naked, right? Uh -oh. They're not wearing clothes. But then, say if they're like one of the characters needs to be black or something, if. I make the skin like all black. It looks like they're naked. And so I always have to give black characters clothes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like a Sonic. It's like the female Sonic characters. Hmm. <laughs> Although I always find it weird because like Lego, like all their characters are yellow. And then whenever there's a black character, like suddenly now we have like regular skin colors. Like what's going on here? Like a, a black person can't be a yellow Lego. What's, what? Should we make them purple? Like, like, like in the Simpsons, um, should they have just like any black character should have been like purple or some like blue? Maybe. I mean, like the Asians are like white in the mm -hmm. Simpsons, I think, or just like pasty white. I'm not sure. What's what's the deal with the twins okay. in the Simpsons? The, uh, the, 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 the those two purple twins, uh, Sherry and Terry, are they dying or are they just Asian? I like to think they're just dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> in the Simpsons is dying. I like to I like to think it's like dead bar. Oh no! Where it's like 
where Bart is like, they're Dad, really, and he's like, Sherry and Terry are really those twins from uh, The Shining. Come play Isn't with the... us, Bart, forever Wait. and ever. I have never seen anyone like draw them as stalking from Penny and Stalking. Like, like that looks like them. Anyway. Anyway. Now I'm picturing Panty and Stocking drawing in the Simpsons style. It's very sad. Oh. Well, it could be worse. It could be Family Guy style. Simpsons still has some it's, style. Sims, yeah. Well, Simpsons Simpsons started it, and then Family Guy aped it and made it worse. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Honestly, The Simpsons has inspired so many current styles, it kind of makes me a little upset. Yeah, because, like, uh, I remember we had a, a freaking... Uh, Spencer Rothbell on the podcast, and he was saying like the CalArts style. It's really you should just blame the Simpsons and not CalArts because this CalArts style kind of started from the Simpsons. It'd be really cool if someone did an animation in which um, they like shift different art styles by switching to different shows. So like uh, you know, Gravity Falls Didn't... eyes are like separate, like they're 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 together. I think like the Simpsons. But there got to be like a show that's in between the two of those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember people when Gravity Falls first came out. Uh, somebody posted a comment saying, "Yeah, the art, the humans in Gravity Falls look like the humans in regular show," which is kind of true. Although regular <laughs> show is more doodly looking, like they, they look like they just <laughs> spend two seconds on the drawing and they're done. Yeah, wasn't there? There was some. I feel bad for not knowing the name. But there was some cartoonist or some showrunner who would get like three artists. One would draw the head, one would draw the body, one oh, would yeah, draw yeah. the legs, and they wouldn't see they wouldn't see what the other person was drawing. And then that would just be like a background. Yeah, character. they did that on Flapjack. It was I, I think people called it the exquisite corpse concept. Where that's what it's called. So that's character design, kids. Yeah, you guys want to get into the questions? Sure. How do you feel about being? Uh... Uh, never shipped with the Jaden animations. <laughs> questions. If anybody has a question, be sure to post your question in the YouTube comments of this YouTube video and start out with the word question so it's easier to find. So our first question comes from, hang on, let me, uh, hmm. Oh, Wonderfig says, question, what do you think of Toys R Us going bankrupt? I thought they were too expensive anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> this bankrupt is just a restructuring. I think, is nah, I'm... they're fucked. Well, they're no. probably... They, uh, well, okay, Here, here's the thing about bankruptcy. My dad went through bankruptcy, um, and his business got liquidated. That's one bankruptcy. There's another type of bankruptcy where, um, where your business gets reorganized and reshuffled. You let go employees. You restructure how things work. That's what happened to Don't Nod, who made the Life is Strange series, and that's really popular, and that got them out of the gutter. So there's different types of bankruptcy, and what's happening with Toys R Us, to what I understand, is that they uh, are going through um, judicial reorganization, I think. They're right, reorganizing they're not their closing. Business. Yeah. Like, there, there's literally none of the Toys R Uses are going, like, you know, doing a clearance sale and just getting out of there. They, they all are still mm-hmm. opening. No one lost their jobs. So, like, I don't think they're, quote unquote, they're fucked. Nah, they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Look, childhood's dead. Um, it's over. The other the other thing also is like uh, Trump has gone through multiple bankruptcies with his businesses, still considered a successful businessman. So make up that one, Will. 
Damn. And that's not me coming. That's not me like having like a anti-Trump agenda or anything. That's just a legit fact that he's closed multiple businesses out of bankruptcy. Damn. I hate when Izzy brings up Trump on the podcast. Let's go on, Izzy. Yeah, thanks a lot, Izzy. Why'd you bring up You're Trump? You're Izzy, you fucking... asshole. Hey, if I'm Izzy, and you're Izzy, and that's Izzy, who's driving the podcast? Oh no, Bear's driving! Ah! <laughs> Are there any more Izzy's I should know about? Meow. <laughs> but, um, hey, you guys remember a long time ago during 90s Nickelodeon when, um, they would they would have this promotion where a kid would win a per- win the thing and it said, hey, kid, here's a cart. Uh, run through Toys R Us and get as much stuff as, as you want under the time limit and go through the through the finish line and you win all these things. It's like I always wanted to win that, you know, you just wanted to just stuff your cart full of anything you can. Yeah, fit. mostly I'd go to the video <laughs> game. I and just shove it down with 64 games, you know, it's like that was the dream. But uh, they- <laughs> I remember those. Didn't Chris Chan win one of those? Mm, did did he? Yeah, Chris Chan won for KB Toys back with oh, uh, Sonic in right. the Morning. That's the, right. of the Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, That's a thing that happened. That's yeah. history. Yeah, shit. That's part of his uh part of his legacy. That was his first time appearing in the public. Oh man, yeah, classic. Hmm, but um, <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess the if if Toys R Us does go down, I guess we can blame iPhone apps for ruining everything. Fuck Wait, you, yeah. iPhone. Yeah. Like, even, even as even as a kid, I always thought that Toys R Us was expensive. I was like, oh, forty dollars for like a little yeah. toy, like stupid millennials ruining everything. The, Took down another business. Who the fuck spends thirty dollars on a vinyl figure from Kid Robot? What the heck? I would. I'm I stupid. I'm like mixed <laughs> between Toys R Us because like. On one hand, they're literally the only like company that like picks up certain things, like the, uh, Ben Ten, for example. Uh, during Omniverse. It was like essentially a Toys R Us exclusive or online because Walmart and Target wouldn't touch it because mm-hmm. um, the ultimate alien toys did horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Toys R Us is kind of like one of those places that if you can't find it anywhere else, it's probably going to be there. Yeah, I know they have T- Toys R Us exclusive uh, Teen Titans Go merch. So, you know, I want to bu- I want to get some Jinx and Blackfire <laughs> pop figures, you know. They're doing uh, mystery minis with the Disney Afternoon cast, and they have Morgana. Morgana the Spell from Darkwing Duck. Dark, I need it. Darkwing Dick. <laughs> Hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> Nolan, we told you no masturbating on the podcast. Uh, I can do whatever I want. James, you have to look at me or I can't come. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> I get like that. I'll close my eyes. Sometimes <laughs> I have a James, no, I don't know. James, look at me. Ah. Sometimes I'm like scrolling through my special folder and I need a character that's making eye contact. But anyway. Please. Also, Magica Dispel <laughs> is oh sorry, I mispronounced. Magica Dispel's DuckTales. Morgana McCobb is or McWeb or it's I forgot the last name, but Morgana is Darkwing Duck's mm-hmm. girlfriend from the later seasons of Darkwing Duck. What the fuck are you talking about? Someone said it's Magicka Dispel, and I'm like, no, it's Morgana. They they made a Morgana toy. Hmm. She's she's the witch from Darkwing Duck. She she helped Goslin sell Darkwing Duck's soul to yeah. the devil so she can have magic powers for That's one episode. Cool. Okay, okay. Well, I don't know. The, so hmm. okay, I'll just be quiet over here. Yeah, you should. Yeah, be quiet, Izzy. Be quiet. Sit down. Why do you always bring up Donald Trump on the podcast? Why? Are you... 
Why you gotta be so rude? You know what? You know. You know what? You too, Pan. Oh. Why? Why? Why you always you talk about shit people already know? Oh. And you, James, you're pretty cool. Yeah, I like James, you. this is your fault. Oh, thank you. And Nolan, Nolan, why do you always talk about being gay? What was that? The fifth time you mentioned it? The sixth? The seventh? Or maybe the eighth? How long is this gonna go on? This podcast should be canceled. Hey, Nolan, didn't you watch the <laughs> My Little Pony movie? Oh yeah, I did. Tell us, tell it? us about the pony movie. How was it? I I went in to watch it as a joke. I literally walked up to the ticket taker and I said, "I'm the talk first movie." And the mom who went to go see it too laughed and said, "That was really funny." I said, "Yeah, I'm watching it for my review channel. I have about seven thousand subscribers." Like very, I, I said that very smugly too. Like I was, really <laughs> oh, that, like you're the biggest person on YouTube. Oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. and my friend and my friend Spo was with me watching it. And he like he I literally like turned looked him dead in the eye as i said it like because i was challenging him because he hates when i'm cringy and he was like covering his face and he was super embarrassed and i like got my ticket i walked in ready for like this dumb me movie and i fucking loved it it was it was no it was really good it was like it had it was better than it had any right to be Uh, it does have pirates in it so it's got to be great no it was it was i i was i was super happy with it like out of of 10 like objective objectively speaking like i'd say an eight but like in terms of like how happy it made me like i'd give it a 12 like (laughs) no because like because i've been very jaded about animation recently because like there's just been it's been a hot mess (laughs) and uh but like seeing this movie that like that like it's it's six or seven seasons in and it's like it's part of My Little Pony, which is a franchise that's basically made yeah, to no. sell toys. And the fact that they like made a story that was like actually crafted pretty well. It wasn't like anything special per se, but like just just that they put effort into it and they like it was storyboarded with care and love and like you could tell they like they actually gave a shit about it. Oh my god, it was so good. And I see somebody saying better than it has any right to be. Oh, piss off by Ciro G. I don't mean that because it's My Little Pony. I mean because it's a show that's like, I mean it's a movie that's taking place seasons in. The fan base has died. Like nobody really cares about it anymore. But like it was. I, I'm not talking about the fact that it's My Little Pony, so you can like get off your high horse there. But um. But yeah, no. It, it was it, just because of like everything. All the odds were stacked against it, and it what, turned what out you fantastically. Like about it? And I couldn't. It, it actually had like a story with stakes in it and it like the characters actually like are written very well and it wasn't like it was co- it had the core friendship moments but it was also just straight up like yeah the friends like get frustrated with each other and they get upset and like they have mo- and like there was a moment where they like it was the third act like intro to the third act where the friends like part ways and stuff but it wasn't like it was just like they got frustrated with each other because how of how stressful the adventure was and like everybody's personalities were kind of conflicting like friends do. And I thought it was really well written. And uh, they also like st- the, the storyboarding, the blocking in this movie is super good. There were a lot of like really dynamic, really interesting shots. And the animation was not cheap either. Like the fl- it was still flash, but it was like really gorgeous. Well done flash. Like they put in a lot of touches. Like they had the eyes sparkling a bit more and they had spikes like uh Head flaps, head fins, like transparent, which probably would have been more difficult to do in the show, and uh, all and like all the like one-off characters besides one were actually written. They like actually had arcs and were written well, and they were standard arcs, but they actually like 
put effort into them to make them like really interesting, fun characters and give them personality. But like, uh, it was so good. And it was like such a pleasant surprise because like all these animated movies are just like, especially like, uh, like uh, the, the newer Lego movies and uh, Emoji movie. I'm used to seeing all these animated movies. Um, it really sucks. Like it, because they're all just ba- basic bitch shit. Mm-hmm. And it's just lame. But <laughs> this movie actually, like, I could feel like there was passion behind. It. Really cared. Uh, <laughs> that's good. Okay, maybe I shouldn't um, watch it then. <laughs> what, what, is he, like people are saying that oh, people are like nitpicking my compliments to it. Like they're saying it's not blocking if it's animation. Like what the fuck? No, it's still it's, it's still, still blocking. blocking. It's still You're blocking. Still, You're still like, like frame framing and stuff. Yeah, it's still it's still like you're still making a movie. Yeah. Like it's just animated. Yeah. You just have a lot more control over it. <laughs> I just lo- I just love seeing the comments go by and some people are like trying to take up my compliments like, "Oh, well, it's like they're trying to nitpick me and it's just like, no, I just enjoy the movie, man." Yeah. But um hmm. I didn't get to see the My Little Pony movie instead. Yesterday I went to see Kingsman and <laughs> That was fun, but it's like, yeah, they brushed over a ton of things that should be more important. I mean, the original cut was two out, no, three hours and 40 minutes, but they had to cut it down to two hours and a half. And it's like, oh, yeah, I see where they cut a bunch of stuff out. But I still enjoy King's Man, the Golden Circle Jerk. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, not to be the bringer of bad news, but I have to show okay. somewhere soon. Yeah, so. we've been recording for two hours, so let's wrap this up. Hang on. Um, um last, last, let's just do one more yeah. question and keep it short. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, question: What do you think about Big Mouth? There we fuck. go. That'll be quick. It sucks. I didn't there. see it. I heard Did good it. things Who? from it. Some surprisingly. Who's Big Mouth? This new Netflix show Big about Ma- the Big Mouth. You know. It's about <laughs> it's about a bunch of kids going through. And it's basically like live action. I, I mean, it's basically like licensed child CP. I went, I went through puberty once. So yeah, we came full circle. Mm-hmm. The yeah. podcast started. The podcast started with child pornography, and it ends with it. Hey, so um, what what next video do you have coming up, uh, James? Um, so I have a video. It's at first is going to be about school stories, but then Jaden already made a video on school stories, Shit. so I'm calling them Academy anecdotes. <laughs> Ah, got him. Wow, that's really high class. Whoa. It still has the alliteration. Anyway, well, thanks for having me on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hope you had a fun time. Yeah, it was a fun podcast. I started, started to wrap it up so fast, everyone. <laughs> no, I was my fault. I should have said something. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah. Oh. All right, all right, gang. All right, but yeah. Y'all take care. All right, everyone. Wear your, Goodbye, every pony. Wear your seatbelt. He's got to leave. Ah! Bye. Oh. And we stopped recording. Okay. Off, 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 Mike James. Okay. I hope that was.